Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. Good evening. How's it going? It's a very special night tonight. Why? <sighs> For some it's people. Academy Awards night. All right. Yes, so it's just a bunch more, of backslapping, glad hand and you know, bullshit. Or as it's referred to in my family, it's Passover. Okay, Bob. Yeah, I was going to say, I love that line. That was one of the best lines ever used. Uh, they they used it again tonight. It tonight. Yeah. yeah. So, was, I mean, so Greg, you're, you're, you don't like, uh, you're not into the Academy Awards anymore? Because I know you used to watch them. Well, we sometimes would tape them and try to fast forward through all the, the crap. Uh, it just got really bizarro for a few years. And I know they've tried to uh, squash all of the... Uh, shenanigans but i did see one shenanigan you know i happened to flip to it because i was i was over at my grandmother's uh okay that was internet drop pause okay so it's back we're back on minor technical glitch don't know whose fault it was greg was about to explain to us what his problem with the academy awards is well i was just saying back a few years it's been probably more than a few, and then I just kind of lost interest. One, they won't bring back the best host they've ever had, which is Billy Crystal. Uh, though I used to like to watch his opening, let's say, monologue film, and then after that, you know, it was all downhill from there. My well, you know what? Billy Crystal doesn't want to do another one. No, oh, okay. Well, however it is, uh, yeah. okay. you know, I don't know. I just, they haven't had him back, and I have no idea what his uh, reasoning is, or their reasoning. But it's just, you know, when you had uh, Richard Gere, you know, like reaching out to the Dalai Lama, and you have Michael Moore babbling on, and you got all these people with all of their stupid little agendas. Uh, and even tonight, I was, I, I flipped over once or twice because I was watching FX, I was at my grandmother's. And uh, so uh, it was Hancock and iRobot. It was like, oh, uh, Will Smith night. Yesterday, I think I was over there and I was watching. Uh, or no, no, that was like at 2 in the morning here. I was watching uh, Men in Black 2. We're not hosting an intergalactic kegger. <laughs> that, was from, that was from one. Um, seems like Will Smith is all over. But anyways, uh, I, I did uh, pop over to it once, and they were doing uh, documentaries. And, of course, the guy that won. Oh, the Wall Street had, one. Had to yeah. you know, yeah. give his political... <laughs> Uh, not, not, that, not that his short or documentary wasn't already politically slanted enough. He had to put in his two cents. Yeah, I saw uh, that. Before, but, did, so. but you missed Kirk Douglas stealing the show. Kirk, Kirk Douglas was great. You know, I'm sure I could go stream it somewhere later and watch it. What did Kirk do that was he, so good? He handed out the Best Supporting Actress Award. and um, Now, did they have to prop him up? No, he was propping himself up, and and the funny thing is, you know the, um, you know Didn't the, he have a stroke, a stroke. Yeah, yeah. And he talks yeah, funny, yeah. slurred speech, but he's he's still. You he's know, a little slow on it, but that was but part. You, of, and he used that as part of the shtick. Yeah, and you could still see the twinkle in his eye, and he was having fun with it, and uh, he was kind of playing off that he was an old man. But uh, when, in fact, it, when the well, when the little dude, the 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 faceless, you know, pretty people that come out and hand out the, uh, yeah, give him yeah. the Oscar to hand to the person. He did the the what's the word for it? Where they you know when you when you're playing baseball and you hold you toss the bat in there and you grab it and you do the hands over the hands and see who gets the first ups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did that with his cane with this dude. 
Oh, it was kind of fun. Lost it. He says he always loses it. So, but yeah. the the one I liked about the most was he talks. He does he gives out what the nominees are for the uh, best support. Or actually, it's a voiceover that they have prepared for the uh, uh, best supporting actress. Then it comes back to him, and he starts talking about something a little bit more. And then he opens it up and looks at it, and then he starts off. You know, sometimes <laughs> he just keeps going on with the story, just keeping everybody on the edge. It just kept going on. And you knew he was doing it too. He was he was trying to play yeah. it off like he was senile, but. <sighs> yeah, I, I guess, you know, uh, the Annie Awards was kind of interesting because it was, though it's into its, I don't know, 25th year, whatever it was. Uh, no, 13th year. It was not, but it, it seemed a little more real. I don't know if you want to call it real or a little more sincere, though there was some politics well, this year because Disney pulling out. Um, I don't know. The Oscars is just so overdone these well, days. Well, the Oscars, I would say, is more staged. Because they have a set time and they have commercials that they have to break in for and things like that. Well, well yeah, they, I mean that's been my problem with them over the years. Though it, uh, they would run late. I know now they're doing their best and working hard to get in and out on their time slot and play over people if they start babbling on. Dude, blah, they, blah, 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 blah. they went eight minutes over when they announced Best Picture, and they still had. I, I happened to walk in for that. I was coming back from my grandmother's house and. Uh, the wife was watching, and then they had the uh, kids come on and sing "Somewhere Over the Rainbow," which lasts another you know, three to four minutes. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have to say, I um, I do agree with the the best picture. Now, I haven't seen all the pictures. In fact, there were a couple I didn't even recognize the name, uh, but I, I think King's Speech was uh, an absolutely wonderful film. It, it's really too bad. That Jeffrey Rush didn't win supporting. Yeah, after. But I agree. I haven't seen the fighter, and Karen said that uh, Batman was very good in the fighter, uh, very very good. So uh, she didn't feel like that was uh, too bad. And of course, Toy Story, I guess Toy Story won its animation award. Best animated feature. Sure. So you know they weren't and, getting best picture, and also best song. Well, why? Which, why? It, exactly. it would be quite. Uh, fantastic if it had won both. I think you theoretically could if it was good enough, but I really still think Dragon was the better film. Dragon won the Annie. Again, uh, there were some politics over there, but I'm not dis... Let's say I'm not unhappy that it won because I enjoyed the film. I just think there were better animated films this year. And I agree. Dragon uh, was better. You know, and good for Andy Newman winning... Um, yeah, second time out of twenty. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Now was it him? Because I flipped over one and uh, um, it, it, maybe Randy's just getting old. I, I still remember him driving the convertible in that. Uh, yeah, that I video. love L.A. What, what year I is that movie? Nineteen eighty. Twenty-five years ago or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. But didn't he say something? Couldn't they find another song? Only four. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, there's that, only four songs. Him. They can get ten pictures, but only four songs. Yeah, and there Not was like, five. you can get five special effects. I forgot what he was saying. Yeah, that was funny. And I have to say, Spence, uh, pull your head out of your ass. Dragon was much better. But anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, uh, that's that's kind of why I don't like the Oscars. I, You know, the red carpet, I don't, you know, care two ways about it. I know it's it's like uh, fashion porn for the women. So <laughs> oh, I, I, I can't you know. say it. We were talking about it okay. before uh, 
the show Spence, started on the Spence makes a statement here. Dragon didn't have the history of two prior films behind it. Yeah, and I it, think that's it, the reason. And that's that the reason why Dragon it's better. better. Okay. Yeah. Also, yeah. um, if Toy Story three only won because of the history of two prior films behind it, to me that makes it a weaker film. Okay. Now, using that analogy, what about with the um, Lord of the Rings films? That you, well, I think you said last that. week or the week before that you think they were saving it up for the last one. I didn't say that. That wasn't my statement. Somebody said that that you know it won the last one because it was like seeing all three together. I, they- I, I might have thrown in the idea, just the question of since everybody already knew uh, that um, Peter um, oh, what's Jackson. Thank you, Jackson. That Peter Jackson was going to be doing all three films. Could it have been that they were kind of waiting for the third film before they start giving him all his accolades? They wanted to wait till they saw the whole series. In the case of Toy Story 3, everybody pretty much thought, okay, it was over with, with Toy Story 2 until uh, they brought out, you know, they said, oh, yeah, we're going to make a Toy Story 3. And it's like, what? And they made the movie. It wasn't meant to be a trilogy it just happened to come out that way i agree a lot, a lot of things aren't meant to be trilogies they just you know bank off the or keep making movies off the success of uh that's true too but in the know, case shot in the, the darks the first time in the case of the lord of the rings it was intended that it was going to be three movies and i just threw out the question i th- think last week that maybe the academy members were just kind of waiting until the third movie was out no that that would be no, no offense. I just got I get called bullshit. That's the stupidest thing in the world. I'll wait for the third one and give him any nod. Uh, I don't. I don't remember what was up against the first two films, and so I, you know, I, it, it would have to be going back to look at it. But you know, I agree with Spence that the third one was a perfect fitting ending for the three. That still doesn't make it better than Dragon. I think Dragon was a standalone, much better film. Um, well, that, I, you know, and I, I actually think that there's another film that I think was better than Toy Story, but I just don't think it connected with the American audience, and that was um, The Illusionist. It, it, great animation. I mean, really, it was it was a good artsy animated film of old that didn't rely on having toys that you recognize and are sentimental. Uh, I think that's what you know. I, I've heard some people complaining about. Like cars, and they're usually the young people, and I think the older generation, like us, uh, appreciate it more because it is sentimental. It's the old road trip. It's the places on the road you used to see before they built the super highways. So, uh, I think in a way, Toy Story is sentimental for almost everybody who's had one of those toys. So it automatically. Draw, draws you in, but it doesn't take a whole lot of storytelling to have Barbie run around and you know toys run around and and those kind of things. But I, it's not what? to say I don't enjoy them; they're enjoyable films. I just don't think they're they're that they're they're just so damn good because it's Toy Story. Let's put it that way. One thing, the one thing I did not realize about Toy Story until tonight, when I'm going through the little. Oscar sheets of all the uh, awards that were going to be presented tonight is that Toy Story three is an adapted story, <laughs> not an original. <laughs> okay, Spence, Spence just said it. Dragon wasn't Disney, and that's why TS three was better. So okay, well he's honest, I, and I think that's what a lot of <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people think because there are shills out there for each studio. You'll you'll find there you know there's the shills out there for DreamWorks, 
and I think it's because it isn't Disney. You know what I'm saying? There's those who, who it's like it's the Microsoft Apple fight. There are some that will just hate Microsoft no matter what they do, even if it's good. And there are some that will like Apple no matter if it's good or not. You know what I'm saying? It's it's uh, uh, now me on Julio, not Disney. No, no, it was released by Disney, but not Disney. Touchstone pictures, even, even not even Walt yeah. Disney pictures. Touchstone. Yeah, that may be up um, next year. Who knows? No, for me, ah. for me, I, I was I was thoroughly expecting to see How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, take best animated feature um, just kind of a pleasant surprise since I still work for the company that uh, TS3 did take it yeah uh, animated shorts uh, I don't, I was I don't agree with Spence short. here anyone listening to this show is more, more likely than not to be a Disney show I, 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 I totally disagree we're anti-DF that's <laughs> right. Uh, okay, what were the shorts, Richard? Because I, I was at the uh, end shorts of the was Sorry, day and no. night. Which, that was a Pixar. Wow, wasn't that it? That was the Pixar did film. It, did it win? No. No, it did not. And what, uh, it, 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 won, it, it won the Annie, so. Okay, it was up against the Gruffalo uh, Let's. I can't, I'm going to need my glasses. Let's Pollute, uh, The Lost Thing, and Madagascar Carnet de Voyage. What what one? The lost, the lost thing. thing. Which yeah, that, no, that was uh, computer animation as well. <laughs> no shit. I was going to say it there's, was, there's there's not much that <laughs> isn't computer animated anymore. Well, Madagascar was uh, stop motion that I saw, and uh, Let's Pollute looked like a hand drawn. Yeah. Well, so. for, you know, shorts. There's probably. You know, but okay, the, I'll take the one, that. In shorts, there's probably far more hand-drawn uh, than computer. But, you know, even, even – um, I'll go back to one of Disney's worst films of recent uh, memory, um, The Princess and the Frog, <laughs> which looked like hand, but it's – you know, there's a fine line between hand and computer-generated because a lot of these tablets they're drawing on – is digitized directly under yes. their pen, you know. Yeah. So it's, well, because it makes it easier for editing. Even well, there's a lot of reasons why you even yeah, film. Yeah. Even film nowadays still goes to digital intermediary for editing mm-hmm. and gets ported back out the film. So, oh yeah, well for those that aren't done directly on uh, digital these days, true. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I was a little surprised with. Uh, admittedly. Have not seen the lost thing. Couldn't say what it, how good it was or wasn't. Um, Day and night, I thought was really good, especially since there were no lines to it. it was just the sound effects, and I thought it kind of trans. It was it was motion picture making at its purest form, where you can tell the whole story just through the pictures and the action, not with any spoken word going through there. So I thought I thought it had a really good chance, but eh, you win some, you lose some. Well, I say it won the Annie, so, um, oh. you know. All right. You know, it's funny, as, as Zimmer is saying something about Pocahontas uh, was, too, was too hyped. If you've seen the documentary Best Waking Sleeping... Best looking 10-year-old girl I ever saw. Yeah, Waking <laughs> Sleeping Beauty. Uh, she was more than 10 in that movie. That's what um, I'm saying. <laughs> You're the only one laughing, but that's okay. I <laughs> know. Uh, what I was going to say is uh, uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg was, I, I got to think it, I think it was, um, 
was it? Because he he th- he thought Pocahontas was going to be this huge hit, and I think it was Lion King. He wasn't too behind. Was Lion King right before? Um, uh, wait a second. Lion King was ninety four. Hunchback was ninety five. Poke my Hannes was ninety six, right? All right? Wait, I have the window of the world right Anyways, here. I guess I guess Katzenberg had made some comment that if if it did, because um, he just was sure Pocahontas was going to be this huge hit, and if uh, Lion King did well, he would get on his knees and apologize, and I believe he did. Because of course, oh it was yeah, no, Pocahontas was between Lion King and Hunchback. Hunchback was ninety six, Pocahontas ninety five. Hunchback did did. It didn't nothing for me. He was too cartoony. He wasn't ugly enough, and he wasn't good looking enough. He was right in between where they didn't want to be offensive by really making him look hideous, and they couldn't decide which way to go. I just didn't think it was that great. Plus, plus, of course, you have your Disneyfication because in the original story, he bites the bullet at the All end. Right. So. Okay, the the shill is going again. Pocahontas was a huge hit, but not at Palo. Are we, Wait a are we second. Getting back? Uh, I'm trying to figure out but not okay. Yeah, he's he's referring to last week's show where oh <laughs> on the ship. Yeah, Pocahontas was not a huge hit after one draw, according to the waking. Huh. Mm. That's neat. Hunchback is more of a co- now. Here's something funny. All right, so on the ship we're watching one of these Broadway type shows. Okay, it, it, it's Spence. It's hard to get sarcasm and, and type. So yeah, sorry. Um, oh, and, I, and I'm going to make the one comment here about uh, National Treasure. We're talking animated films. I National love Treasure was, National Treasure. National Treasure was a great film, but it's live action, and it's a Bruckheimer film. Just oh, like I think someone's saying but, it's it's it, it's. I think somebody was kind of saying it feels like it's anime because you can get away with doing stuff in animation you can't do in live action and but now with with cgi and all that i think oh, more yeah. and more films like I, w- I was watching prince of persia today trying to give it a second sh- shot to think of see if i thought it was any better the second time around it wasn't too bad yeah, you know it, uh, i think the it was too the long stuff i like that there's that the thing <laughs> i too think long i liked the most was um the guy with his ostrich races just his yeah. character yeah. Had a lot Alfred of the, Molina. the best lines <laughs> yes yeah he had the best lines through the whole thing <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, it did get a little long and uh Wally sucked by the way whoever's talking about Wally uh but got the, Wally news here too you couldn't do those kind of films without the advancement of computers and animation so in a lot of ways you know where is your pure uh, film anymore, uh, even something like King's Speech. Well, there's a there's a fair amount of CGI in that. It's seamless. I mean, it's it's the crowds. You don't yeah, I'm sure, crowds. Well, you just don't pull up in front of Buckingham Palace and film. So th- there's a lot <laughs> of stuff right. that's created. Um, <laughs> but, but anyways, but going. Well, I wanted to look up really quick. Best animated short. These these were the five nominations at Annie's. Coyote Falls was that was no. that nominated? No. Okay. Day and Night, which you said was. Yes. yes. Enrique Wrecks the World. No. Nope. The Cow Who Wanted to no. Be a Hamburger. No. The, <laughs> that it, that okay. looked like it might have been funny. The Renter. No. No. Okay. Now, and you got to remember, the one thing about the anima- the Annie's, though it's not, it's not a pure organization where only animators uh, are members, but it's a huge part of the Annie's where, mo- you know, a, a great amount of the... Uh, um, members are somehow connected 
to animation are are animators. So I would say it's a little more pure as far as uh, animation than than the Oscars. Just just my my thought. Well, but okay, Richard, you were trying to get to something. No, I was going to say on the Annies, uh, how how much of it was uh, foreign made compared to U.S. made? Was there a lot of foreign films? Into uh, it? Well, okay. This is this is hard to quantify because let's say, for example, um, Clone Wars was nominated a lot. Clone Wars, if I, I'm still current on it, is made in Japan by Lucasfilm Japan or Lucasfilm South Korea or Vietnam, wherever he has this done. It's not done here. Yeah. Um, so is but it's that still, it's still based on an Amer- it's still based on an American production though. Yes, it's, I mean, it's Lucasfilm. Oh yes. man, all that stuff's getting blurred. I mean, exactly. Look, That's why I'm at, trying to say. You know, but what, 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 what I'm saying is, you, 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 you tend, on, especially on your shorts, you tend to get a lot more European, and um, you, you'll. I mean, last year we had an anime. Short you know, that you know, was in there. You, you know why? Because a lot of times there isn't a lot from the American, and uh, that, that could be very audience. that could very well or the American uh, place. No, what I was going to say is your comment about. First of all, I was going to say, yeah, I did like Meet the Robinson. That was a wait great a second. What, um, what? What? All right, hang on. You're talking about there isn't a lot of you know American material, right? So more foreign stuff comes. What? Well, I, I that's how. Okay. But what, okay, but what qualifies? All right, but hang on. So what qualifies as an animated short? Hell, any of the ten minute, eleven minute SpongeBob's, okay, I see okay. those are animated shorts. Stop, stop! I'm, I'm trying. To, I was trying to answer that. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't okay. know if you knew where I was going, but especially for Oscars, uh, and I'm not sure about the Annies themselves. But the the Annies have different categories for television versus film versus whatever. Okay, so it's all categorized out. But I know for the Oscars, it has to have shown in a building with four walls, tickets actually sold. And for an X amount of time to qualify for an it Oscar, it has to be a movie theater. It can't be something that was television that went to I, a movie theater. I understand. I understand. Yeah, I was referring it, from yeah, the Annie side. Shown, cannot be shown on television first. It, it, yeah, it has to be specifically made for the movie theater audience. All right. So then you're right. That well, answers answer the question that, because that's not necessarily true because it could be uh, be planned for both, but it's got to be made. It's got to be in the theater first. Right. I mean. You know, you, t- you take the the shorts that, yeah, it was in- in- intentionally designed. I mean, every film today, today is designed to eventually go on TV. I mean, they do, they shoot extra takes so that they can uh, clean some of it up for television. But I'm saying the original intent was that it was going to be in a movie theater first. Okay, I, I might go with that Weasley answer. But okay, um, I was trying to go back Weasley and- answer. Well, you have to back up to that. Oh, I did. Um, I didn't back up on anything. Okay. Whatever. So, anyway, so in that regard, I'm trying, only trying to, I'm, I'm also on. trying to follow the, the – uh, there's so much going on in our, our stream right now back and forth that I'm, I'm trying to catch up with, with everything here. Someone had uh, talked to mom uh, – Mars needs mom moms. Save, yeah, yeah. It looks like uh, motion capture, which I know a lot of people don't like. It doesn't look like it's going to be all that great. But anyways, uh, no, what were we, you going to say, Mike? I would say that answers the question because American film companies aren't doing animated shorts. Pixar is to put in front of their films, 
But that's well, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So these these other ones that were done um, here at the Annie Awards, uh, we could look okay, Coyote Falls was a Warner Brothers. In fact, it looked a lot like some of the old stuff, but uh, you know you could tell it was a little more, let's say, modern. Um, Enrique wrecks the world. The cow that wanted to be hamburger and the renter. I would have to look them up. One was down by the house of Chai. Now, doesn't necessarily mean it's foreign. Not really sure. Uh, it's C-H-A-I. And then there's the Plimpton Studios and the Jason Carpenter. I don't know where these shown. They could have been in art houses. As long as they've been in you know the, four, the, the four-sided theater, it can't be sh- – for instance, it, it couldn't be a theater in the park kind of thing. Where, hey, we're showing films tonight in the park. That Come on down, count. yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know. I we I know someone that could answer these better for us, but he's probably at the Oscars drinking his ass off right now. Yeah, so bastard. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably at the governor's ball party thing already. Yeah. Anyways. Um, oh, okay. Uh, so gonna, here's something you missed on the Oscars was the ABC uh, self-serving. Hey, we just renewed. We're doing the Oscar telecast for another no, nine years. Yeah. And oh, they, well, that, what, what, before Which, I got cut off, this is what I forgot to tell you. I'm, I'm, I flipped back and forth a little bit to TBS and FX. Disney was, and this we went off when I was saying this. Disney was running ads for, hey, the Oscars is on right now. Switch over to Channel Seven. Really? It's like, damn. I guess those stations, you know, they need the advertising dollars, but damn, they're they're, they're running a, an ad right in the middle of a show that says, "Turn away and go watch the Oscars right now." Yeah, what's it, what's, what was that on? TBS TV, and FX. TBS. <laughs> That's TBS awesome. I don't I don't know how many other ones they were running that on, but I I had to take another look. I'm like, wait, did they just say that? And then it ran again later. They're like, and it's happening right now. <laughs> go. Yeah. No. They. Um. <clears throat> yeah. See, Jeff's commenting on it. Yeah. They come out. We renewed our vows, and we're gonna. You know, ABC is gonna be the home of the Oscars for another nine years. And you know who they cut yeah. to a shot of in that when they're talking about that? Bob Iger. Bob Iger in the oh, crowd, and I, while I these people are talking about, hey, ABC renewed their commitment or you know their marriage with the Oscars, they showed Bob Iger. Yeah, you know who I did miss and, though, and, and what's the what's the problem with that? Don't we don't we hear that like with the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl will be on Super Bowl no, eleven. No, they take whatever. turns. Every they? all four networks take turns with the Super Bowl. Next year will be on CBS. Okay, because you know NBC, that's what, well, NBC gets what one week. Uh, you know the Monday night football. No, I, I just, Sunday. Wasn't they get the Sunday, Sunday night, night game. Yeah, there you go. They go. They get but the only national televised like, game. What? They're the only major network to 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 show the nationally televised game each week. Oh, nationally televised. Yeah, because you, yeah, you get the regionals. I'm just yeah. you know you used to wake up on Sunday, you'd get uh, you yeah, only the had home team. The, yeah, huh? The, the three. Well, you only had the three major networks, anyways, at the time. But you got two games on each station a day. Now it's like all it's it's just screwed up. That's all I can say. And then, <laughs> and then when they with well, the the baseball playoffs, if you didn't have cable, you were fucked because <laughs> it it was on cable. Hey, you know, come on. Today was the first uh, Angel Dodger game on uh, television. Uh, I do. It's too early for baseball. Base- baseball started. No, uh, it's Mike, too cold. I, I might have missed it. But oh, what, what? Okay, I'm, I'm interested here with meandering uh, mouse shit here. I mean, meandering mouse. Sorry, Jeff. Um, why would it get tainted if it continues on CBS? I'm just curious. 
who gets shit plays on TV? He's just saying who who gets the shit who who plays it on TV as long as the tradition of the Oscars isn't tainted and continues. You know, that's what I. Do we somehow think it will would get? No, I don't know. No, I, th- I think they're just saying who care who cares if it's uh, ABC, NBC, CBS. Oh, or he's going to correct this right now. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah all right. Because okay. he's also tired of Captain Jack. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm really wondering because you oh. know this this is going to be interesting. Jumping over to Pirates for a second. Um, yeah, right. That's why I qualified the- it as as major network, not ESPN. I qualified my well, statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's interesting about Pirates this time is it's based on a book, so it's not original material. Um, and they're trying to squeeze Jack into an existing story, and most of the supporting actors that made the film... Fun. Good. <laughs> fun is not there. You know, it, it's more centric around Jack. I mean, Blackbeard is a great character of history, and if it's done well, hopefully that works. But uh, um, who knows? Now, Mike, it seems like we jumped off of it and you were trying to get it in. Weren't you trying to say something about Dragon, original screenplay, or adapted from book? And I think we got interrupted and you didn't go where you wanted to go. <sighs> Not this week. Last week, I, or last time we talked about it, I know the Dragon is... Uh, okay, I thought that had come up. Um, but anyways, so um, Richard, you were trying to cut in there a few dozen times. What were you trying to say? Oh, he's forgot. You still there, Mike? I'm still here. Okay, Shaft went away for some reason. Uh, all right, uh, it still shows that he's active. Oh, let uh, me call him. Wait, let me call him. Yeah, not on my window. And now it shows he's online. I'm calling him back. Okay, I'm are you there? What happened to you? Yeah, I don't know. It just dropped out. All and right. I guess that was me this time because I lost. I just suddenly lost everybody on uh, everything that was being written there on the screen. Okay, I, I'm, I'm reading Zimmer now. How he says he loves the mansion queue. What being outside under a green tarp? I don't. No, care. no, the change to the Walt Disney World mansion queue. I guess it's what, what's the what's the change to the queue? I don't I, know. I know. I, I haven't. I haven't been paying attention because it's Florida, and you know I'm not going to see Florida for a while. But uh, let's see, haunted mansion WDWQUE. Uh, construction, flicker, facade and queue, doom buggies. Well, yeah, yeah. well, first he's saying he likes it better. Now he says they're enhancing it. So get it straight. Don't give me a Richard story. What's going on here? I don't know. Is, uh, is it changed? Uh, or, really, I mean, oh, okay. Sorry. The one thing their queue still has, which ours used to, was you know all the gravestones that we don't get to read anymore. First up, uh, they've been working is, on... I'm reading something here I found. They're working on an uh, expansion of the queue through a new crypt area that is finally taking shape. First little creepy new wait, crypt. Okay, wait. They're taking out mirrors and going to interactive. Where are their mirrors in the queue? Not in the queue. I think they're hitchhiking ghosts, right? Sorry, That's See, they're, they're jumping around now, so I, I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Q, and then they're talking inside, then they're talking hitchhiking ghosts. They're just jumping all around. Okay. Hitchhiking ghosts this, got this, changed. This, this, this is why we're the professionals, and they're in the chat room. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, you know, we were talking about, guys. Okay, so... I, I missed on part of the... Because I was fixing the, dinner at the time on the awards. Did they even have the uh, president of the academy come out with his whole little spiel about everything? I did not see that. 
and I I didn't uh, see it at all either. I was instead we had ABC saying how wonderful it's going to be for the next nine years. All right, let me tell you what. Who cares? The the hitchhiking ghosts at the end have been replaced. They're computer generated generated animated projections. Okay, so that's what that's what Peter's babbling about for that. But the Q area projected with glass, like um, I don't think so. Oh well, I'm thinking. Let's say. when you say projected, I, 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 I there's a, there's a, some of me that thinks more like the um, dining room where it's underneath, it's reflected, it's not directly in front of you. Uh, oh, or, no, that's oh, still Pepper's ghost. No, no, they're taking out the Pepper ghost technology for the hitchhiking ghosts. The hitchhiking yeah. ghosts don't have – they're right in front of you. Or are but, you talking about when you see them in the glass with you in the car? Yes, those are right. the hitchhiking ghosts. Yes, that – Okay, well, you've got to be clear. Yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, okay. How much clearer can I be when I say Pepper Ghost, Hitchhiking Ghost is only one segment where that's well, occurring, when right? You, when first we've been talking Hitchhiker's Ghost, then finally someone said Pepper's Ghost, which I understood then. Because okay. you first see the Hitchhiker's Ghost as a standing physical so figure. Animatronics, yes. Okay, so okay. now back to the queue. Oh, there's the a video of the temporary. Okay. They ripped so out and extended the queue into some sort of crypt area, and there's pictures here of these little. Whoa. Are you watching the video? Hey, hey, I gotta check something. Oh wow! Go ahead. Yeah, those, those, those are okay. You know, they're, they're those don't look too bad. They look like they could use a little more rendering, but um, uh, I think the DF purists are up in arms about it. Oh, who gives a fuck about the DF purists? I'm so tired of the DF purists. Oh, this is why am I watching? This is inside the tragic. What he posted inside the tragic posted this. Oh, this shut it off. That's also it's also making your Skype connection go wonky. So uh, okay, propaganda. Stop. Propaganda. All right. Um, I don't know. I don't have any problem if it, if it looks good and they update the technology. I mean, freaking Pepper's Ghost or how old? I mean, it's effective. Don't get me wrong. Hundred. <laughs> but uh, come on. Yeah, uh, I, I have to say the same thing. If it, if it adds to the show. That's what counts. That's all that counts. You can't. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Jeff. Everything. I actually think if they fancy up the effects or the backgrounds, it will be cool. Good, exactly. Hey, you know, everybody was talking about Captain Neo and uh, the uh, the old Magic Eye 3D theater. There was an interesting article in today's uh, Orange County Register that brought up about the whole thing. Hmm? <laughs> it's still there. Yeah. Didn't, didn't did anybody write it down when we were? Guesstimating when we thought or how long that thing would be there. I'd, I wonder if what thing would I be know there. Mine was uh, third week of January. I said it was going to be gone. What's that? Captain EO. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said just, the third week. Of and it January. just passed its year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, they're, they, yeah, they were talking about that in the register, and it says here a year later, as the this past Wednesday was the one year anniversary at Disneyland, and no one has any idea of what they're going to do with the place. Well, uh, here's a question for you, Shaft, since you spend a fair amount of time in Disneyland Park. Sorry, that doesn't come out real well. You said park. What's wrong with park? You just want to say I Disneyland? Disneyland Park. He doesn't like adding the word park to Disneyland. Like like they had to tell us it was a park. Oh, okay. Um, I just don't like that's the new official name, you know, or not new. It's been oh, they, around for a they while. they ditched resort? No, no. no okay. it's, it's to differentiate it from the resort. 
Oh, you have okay. Disneyland Resort, and you have Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure. Uh, uh, and I still don't get Disney California Adventure versus Disney's, Disney's California, California Adventure. Uh, I, I don't get that one either. Did, did you see what Jeff said? They need to hire the doctor that was caring for MJ and send him to Eel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, here was my question, Shafter Rooney. Are, is it okay, the, the, hype, the hype is over from when they first brought it in. Are the crowds any different than Honey, I Shrunk the Audience? Ooh, good question. I'm going to say uh, they're about the same. I bet you they're still up. There was a comment that was made in the paper that nobody waits longer than waiting for the next show. So that's which is absolutely true. Um, it's a it's a question of whether how whether you're putting more butts in the seat right now or with uh, hit, Honey I Shrunk the Audience. I want to say it looks just walking past the place. To me, it looks the same. I've been told by a few other people that oh no, they're still getting a higher attendance. And but you know, like I said. Nobody has to wait for a second show. They're not maxing yeah, it's, out. It's, the yeah. it's a hassle-free attraction. I mean, it takes, what, three people to run the thing or something, so it's not That's a high cost. It. Now, the, um, the big difference is, you know, it's a, uh, Jeff saying he couldn't pay to watch Hista. Um, I liked Captain EO in that it tells the story instead of trying to be, pretend that it's a stage. So I like that much better of it. I'm not sure if I agree with Tigger's um, analysis because, quite frankly, the local crowds are what keep a lot of things fracking too busy. Um, maybe a 3D movie of Martin Short jerking off with that water sprinkler effect. Nice, Jeff. Nice. That's good. Um, well, see, there was a little Twitter poll on what people sh- – that said they should put in and the largest majority says they want a uh, Wall-E 3D movie in there. I don't know. I'll go back. I like Wall-E the character. I thought the short was great. I just thought the movie overall blew. But now, going back, what um, Star Tours? Is that April still? June 3rd is the official opening for Tours and Mermaid. And sound sta- no sound station was like the week before, right? All th- like Mer- three that Mermaid. close together. Mermaid. Yeah, Mermaid. I was told was in May. Seriously, and- they just uh, the official announcement was just released Friday, and it's June third for both. For both, okay. For, well, you know, actually, that's not that bad of an idea when you get down to it. Yeah, two different parks spread some of that local DF crowd out. That might not be a both are June third and Memorial Day weekend for Soundational. Right between, uh, right at the start of the summer. Um, the funny wait, thing wait, is, wait, what's what's Soundational? The new I'm parade. Not, it's a new parade. Uh, Soundational okay. parade over at uh, California Adventure, right? <laughs> you know, oh, you know my thoughts on it's parades. It's Soundational DCA. Yeah, I think that's DCA. Mm, I, okay. That's think. easily too sensational. I don't think, um, uh, Zimmer, you're going to get any of the things like Timekeeper or anything that bad. The, the, the Circle Vision's gone. I mean, hey, we do have Timekeeper at Disneyland. It's Tom Morrow over at uh, oh, yeah. You know what's funny about that? <laughs> is the figure I, went. Disneyland. I know a guy. Well, it's not where the figure went because they made like three of those. They made um, three of those. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
I know. So, so you said that's where the figure the one, went. That you implied the one that, that it was left for somewhere Disneyland, else. That's where it went. The one that was supposed to go to Disneyland went there. I know a guy that worked on you know all the Circle Vision films and it was the Star Tours dude and all that for the film. That Timekeeper one has been the least successful of all the Circle uh, Circle Visions, and it. Um, they basically said no one would go see it here in the States. And he was saying that he just thought the story was horrible the way they put it together and stuff. But uh, anyways. You know. uh, yeah, Richard, Sensational Disneyland. Oh, it is Disneyland. Okay. Nine floats. You want me to run down the – here, let me run down the list you know, of the no, floats. Wait, you know, yeah, go, go through it real quick. Should we, should we no longer ask Richard about – you know, I was going to say the funny thing is, I was wait a second, wait a second. The funny thing is, Mike's giving the date of uh, June for uh, Star Tours. If you take a look at the cast uh, information guide, that the little booklet we get each week, it still says January third, two thousand twelve. Hmm. So well, we, we pretty much all which, knew it was going to go through for there. But anyways, what? Which park is Mermaid in? It's over at California Adventure. Okay, I just want to make sure you're up to date. Yeah. Thank you. A little. Yeah, <laughs> just right, put so, a trit- Triton up on the top of the uh, peak of the roof there. All right, so let me let me uh, run down these parade floats, all right? So Mickey and Friends, right? Well, we have to have a Mickey float at a Disney yeah. parade, right? Yeah. Mary Poppins, classic. Wait, everything has to stop. Mercer Tormay's on TV. Oh, brother. Uh, just kidding. Doing what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, is it my cousin Vinny? Is it my cousin? I mean, is something new? I don't know. Or is it that? The movie where she was. Okay. All right. Mary Poppins. Uh, Little Mermaid. Classic. The Lion okay. King. Classic. Aladdin. Classic. Peter Pan. Classic. So <sighs> is it just a, is it a parade about the songs from these movies? A music-centric Mickey Sound Stational Parade featuring dancers, drummers, two dozen Disney characters make its debut Disneyland 2011. Sound Stational Room Play celebrate a street party, interactive street show that made debut Main Street oh, USA. Finally, after how many years of that thing? Well, the new parade remains a work in progress. Concert start release. So I'm just I'm just running down. Doesn't say what uh, March. Okay, so Mickey and Friends. Mickey Mouse plays drums and cymbals on the large float, which will likely anchor the parade. Classic Disney characters, the Fab Five, right? Plus Chip and Dale. Right. March beside the float playing drums and horns. Goofy appears to be playing both a tuba-like horn drum mount on the back. Okay. Oh, Mary Poppins. Uh, da, da, da. Large float features chimney sweeps, horn playing penguins, riding on a whimsical carousel. Mary Poppins dances beside the float next to a man riding a penny-farthing high-wheeler bicycle. So you get the you get the thing that's going on here, right? So so uh, but, I, it seems like Tigger is leaning towards this as a street party. Is there, it a parade or a It's party? a parade. There's still three more floats that I that I that I haven't said yet. So next okay. three caballeros. A float oh, of three one. caballeros. That's interesting, right? Disney well, wait, 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 wait. We can't have the Fab Five up on the front because Donald will be missing up there with the three caballeros. Okay. You're right. Donald is not listed on the Mickey and Friends as the float. Right. He's gonna probably okay, be, he's gonna be he's gonna be with Jose and uh uh who's the other dude? Um Jose the, and, the, um, the the chicken. What the hell is the his rooster, name? Yeah, from Argentina. Pont- no, Jose was from Argentina, wasn't he? Oh, Jose I- is from Brazil. Uh, anyway, all right. So, uh, all right. So, Disney princesses, of course, right? And the last one, Greg, your favorite, Princess and the Frog. <laughs> I can't even believe it. <laughs> no kidding, huh? So, I, my suspicion is that Princess and the Frog will get yanked. <laughs> because you know, I don't, I don't think it will. Oh, don't she's all but disappeared because- from the parks. 
No, I all but disappeared. I beg to differ. She's there every weekend. They have the big Mardi Gras party surrounding. Do they still do uh, that thing on the on the Mark Twain every day? No, 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 no. It's it's on land. Uh, it's six shows a day. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is part of the Mardi Gras. They have Tiana and uh, whatever his face is, along with uh, Louis the Alligator, Louis the, Louis the Crocodile out there, along with the uh, band playing a big Mardi Gras party. So, no, uh. Tian, uh, Princess the Frog, actually, you know, the movie might have tanked, but it's still, as far as merchandise and as far as coming in, it's still been doing pretty good. What the hell does that mean, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's rude. I'm not going to repeat that. <laughs> no, no, no. I <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness uh, gracious! I feel like uh, I feel like Michael Scott from The Office just spoke. Up. Yeah, no kidding. Uh. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so that's coming. That's Memorial Day weekend, and then June third for the two attractions, one in each park. Yeah, like, like I said, the movie might have tanked, but the but as far as merchandise and as far as people coming in, they do enjoy the characters. It, it's been doing pretty well in the parks. You know what would be the perfect thing for a Wally attraction is the old people mover, how rough and stuff it was, but this old clunky, like, uh, collect, you, know, you can do your own politically correct pick up the trash thing with the, the Wally type of things going around Tomorrowland, seeing how bad we are and how how big and large everything is. And, uh, and then you point out all the fat people walking around down <laughs> below in Tomorrowland. I forgot to tell you guys last week that the people mm. mover got hit by another truck. So, people mover track. People mover track got hit by another truck last the, week. The, the what? The track got hit by a truck. The, the old what? rocket rod track, Greg. Yes. <laughs> the what? The the truck yeah. jumped up on the supporting platform. No, he said it got hit. Up. Hit. Got no, 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 hit no, 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 no. I know. I understand. What, I, I understand what he meant. It drove underneath and hit it. Yes. It didn't hit. It didn't hit the track. Hit the support structure. The support structure. The track is on top of the structure. Picky, picky, picky. Well, it's you know, it's it's like people who keep saying the people movers track still there. Let's bring it back. The track has been long fucking gone. Turn up your hearing aids. (laughs) Hey, I heard it right. He didn't hit the track. He hit the superstructure. Put some overlays on the rental ECB. Would you really call that a superstructure? I wouldn't call well, that. It's not really a superstructure. It's 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 not the track though. It's the the track it's, is what guides the it's attraction. It's the equivalent of a road bed. Kind the of track bed, raised raised track bed. What the fuck? You, you could yeah, you could equate that to like the road bed for a train. Would you you know call the like gravel the track? No, you would call no, the it would uh, be the uh, structure of an L. Yeah, similar. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. On superstructure. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the only thing that's holding all of tomorrow. <laughs> Just about. Yeah, the, uh, uh, that's funny. No, I, I like the I like the one comment. Who was it that made uh, Spence Spence Man put it about putting the overlays on the uh, rental ECVs to make it look like by and large? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's funny. That's good. <clears throat> So you 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 guys I guess I should turn the question around. You guys really get that thrilled 
with Oscar? I do not I get thrilled. I do enjoy some of the moments that they manufacture for our enjoyment. And, no, and I did and catch for some, a little some, oh, go, go ahead. Sorry, and for, for some it. of the, the, the ones that pop up organically, like the Kurt Russell thing. I, Kurt Russell, I, I thought it was hilarious. It was fun to watch. And, you know, I don't want to say made me giggle, but it tickled me, I guess, would be a, a nice way to describe it. What was the thing with the – I flipped over and Anne Hathaway was saying something about the musicals and they, they took like you know, <laughs> that was some funny. movies. <laughs> that was and, funny. <laughs> put some music to it. To, and, um, and, and, re, and, you know, did, did auto-tune the dialogue to make it sound yeah. like singing? It was <laughs> yeah. pretty funny. I, I saw I saw the I saw the Harry Potter and the when, Toy Story three and then I clicked away and it went over my oh, head. But uh, you also had uh, Social Network in there. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Oh, Inception I think was in there too. Yeah, they did some Inception. Eh, so it, um, it was funny. What now? Okay, I gotta ask a question. I also like to watch the people Where, who died. See who they forget. Oh, see who they forget. Like, yeah, fair. It was a fairer last year, but she wasn't a huge movie. You know, star. you know who they forgot this year. We were who? trying to figure out. Uh, they missed Eddie Fisher, Corey Haim. Corey Haim. They missed Corey, Corey. Haim. Sorry, um, <laughs> it's the was. I, was I thought the, they missed John Barry, but he was the no, first. No, he's the one. first one. So, yeah. Was the host this year? I mean, were they acceptable? All right, I thought Anne Hathaway was doing a better job. She seemed to be more loose and, and rolling with it, and James Franco seemed wooden and much more He's reading. still very stiff, yeah. And reading off the prompter and whatnot. Because okay, at the end, because I didn't catch a lot of it, and I, I I actually think some of their ads coming up to it were better, like the thing with the wardrobe malfunctions. Yeah, that was like funny. That. And I, I, I said something to Karen. I'm like, what's the deal with this? You know, is, is this a, you know, play off the... Uh, nipple slips we've had and some you know super bowls and all that she goes no she goes about every movie she's been in in the last year she's taken her clothes off and i'm like well does she have good tits <laughs> she's like, she goes i'm not you know I'm sure you I'm can like, find what? some screen caps yeah, so any no well, i there, believe I've, I've seen i saw one movie where she and another girl got in with these like gangbangers and i guess there's a word for yeah. this when when white chicks get with like mexican gangbangers they call them a certain uh, there's a certain name for that, and her and this is the first time I saw her get naked. I'm like, what the fuck? Is this supposed to be this little Disney princess? And I'm like, oh wait, that's right. Disney princesses do take their tops off later in later years. But uh, <laughs> she said about every movie this year, she took her top off. So they thought that was just kind of um, they even you made know, a, a, a about play that off of that too, because uh, uh, they made the comment about. The guy, the girl who takes off her clothes, and the guy, what was it? Oh, who uh, gets all the makes all the moms late, uh, picking up the kids from school because they're watching General Hospital. Yeah, now, there were there were there was something but, I was going to ask you about because my I happen to follow uh, the Academy on uh, Facebook, and they, so they I didn't really have to watch it because all the good stuff that you really might want to know. Like I'm usually interested in what wins to see. You know what? You kind of figure out what the politics of Hollywood are sometimes by sometimes I think by what wins compared to uh, the foreign uh, Golden Globes and uh, the foreign writers to you know see how they see uh, films and uh, well Golden Globes. I've, I've commented on that. I don't care. You know, I don't 
don't care for them too much, don't trust them that much. I mean, if they offered me one, I'd be ecstatic. But um, the, watch, watching the show, I don't care for the show that much. See, I, I find other than it's a whole kind of dinner show where they're, they're all, all juiced up. Their they're all juiced up, yeah. I, um, I sometimes think it's a little more – it's a little less – politics on sometimes when you get the best pictures they actually it's not so much about big money makers or i mean not the obviously usually the big money makers don't actually win um but they, i don't know sometimes it seems to be a little more pure as far as story and not hype and all that but what what i was going to ask you about the yeah, i find the, it the exact opposite so uh see i i that's because you're an oscar shill go ahead uh, ask your question it, it, they posted something about the the last time there was co-hosts um, at the Oscars. I think one of the co-hosts was last year. Was last year? Was Alec no, Baldwin? No, 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 no. It had nothing to do with. I know they co-hosted it last year. It had to do something with how somebody won. It was 1984, and uh, I'm, I'm scrolling back through the the old post to see. My, I had to get through my brother bitching and moaning about stuff he knows nothing about. Um, has something to do with uh, somebody hosting and winning, I think. Um, was was calling up for an award? James Franco was up. James Franco James, was but, he, for, 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 for 127 what? hours. No. For yeah. best picture. I mean, for best actor. Best Thank actor, you. yeah. Okay. I guess in 1984, it must have been co-hosted by someone who also was up for Best Actor. And I think they said he won, or maybe he didn't win, but the last time that it was co-hosted where someone, it was, one of the hosts was actually up for an award, um, was 1984. Oh, here yes. it is. Here it is. Uh, trivia. The last time an Oscar co-host was also Best Actor nominee was 1984 when Jeff Bridges was nominated for Starman. There you go. That's what... Ah. Uh, well, he was backstage. Okay, now this this year's Oscar telecast had some funky, weird things going on. Like, for example, uh, for best directing, Anne Hathaway, entered as a host, introduced Hillary Swank, who turned around and introduced Catherine Bigelow as the presenter for best so directing. They, pre- they presented someone to present someone, yeah, or introduce someone to introduce someone. Yeah, which is kind of odd because usually, you know the the hosts introduce the presenter, and the presenter runs down the award, right? That was, tr- was strange. Yeah. Um, now, Steven Spielberg, I liked his moment. He came out to hand out the... I thought he had. A, he was very elegant, and uh, I thought what he said was excellent. Yeah, and, and you got to wonder if that was written for him, because some of the writing this year well, was, you know, was you lame. Know, you know that it is. You know, every every bit of that stuff is written. Yeah, it, it was lame. Some of, the, some of the writing was lame. Some of it was good. Like Steven Spielberg's moment where he says the... the the, whoever gets his award joins the, the, lank, the likes of and lists some best picture winners. Yeah. And then the rest of them will join the likes of all these great films that did not win an Oscar. Raging C- Bull. Citizen Kane. Or, yeah, Citizen Kane. Movies that were up that never got it. Yeah. So, well, yeah. When, when, well, last that, time I was also, down at... There were shutouts, too, I think. Last time I was at the Kodak Theater, I don't know, a few weeks ago, we were walking along. And it's kind of cool. They, they list all the best pictures. But they also list who they were up against every year. And there's all these spaces to add all the next years. And you sometimes you look up there and you're like, you know, sometimes it's almost like, you know, it's a photo contest. I've been in a lot of them where 
you you can't compare this genre to that genre and you're trying to pick the best one um and you're thinking how can you even put i think i think it was a year tootsie was up or i uh, didn't see did tootsie win and i unfortunately yes but the guy i was with was talking about how you know it was a kind of a commentary on the industry also so did it win because of that and when you look to see what it was up against you're like how you know how can you compare this sometimes it, it just um well, I, you know, you're talking about Jeff Bridges. That what you're saying now just reminds me about who he was up against and who actually took the best Oscar was uh, Tom Hulse for Amadeus. Amadeus. And I thought uh, Jeff Bridges with Starman did such an awesome job with that. But then, you know, after the last couple of years seeing Amadeus a couple of times. I, w- I would have voted for Jeff back then, but yeah, I, th- I have, would have to agree with a lot of people that voted for uh, Tom Holstead. He did such an awesome job as well. So sometimes, you know, it's in retrospect, you take a look at different things and you might see it that way as well. The period pieces get, get like extra points automatically out the gate. I think they do. And also I think sci-fi, which as much as Starman is a, right. is, a, is a human story or a story of ourselves. by being sci-fi. I I think so, and there's been many outstanding performances in sci-fi, but they get ignored. Um, and I also think it's sometimes, personally, this is just the way I believe, um, that it's much easier to act when you're behind a mask or makeup enough or in a period enough where you're not. You're, it's easier not to be yourself, let's say. For instance, like I, I couldn't understand. I still don't get what the fuck people were thinking nominating George Clooney for Up in the Air. For one, I thought the picture was a fucking joke. There was a few good moments in it, but in a general... <laughs> don't hold a back, Greg. Joke. How do yeah. you really feel about the picture? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, gets nominated for Best Actor. Why? He played George Clooney. He always, always, I can list, I think, three movies when George Clooney didn't play George Clooney. Uh, what for Art Thou? Yeah, oh, oh brother, yes, movie. that was. Oh, oh brother, where, yeah. That movie was hilarious. Um, Men Who Stare at Goats. I thought you could that, say that one next, that yeah. Great. <laughs> and um, the one where Brad Pitt was also in it. And Not Brad Pitt Ocean's was. Eleven. No, 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 no. It was Brad Pitt worked at like a gym. Oh, burn, uh, burn After Reading. Oh, I never saw that oh, one. I don't, yeah, I haven't seen that one either. But now, in those three movies, you could almost say George played the same character in all three of those movies. Because he's got his George Clooney character, and he's got his not George Clooney character. My Okay, oh brother, my favorite line. <laughs> say, any of you boys Smithies? Any... Or, or if not, Smithies per se, who you otherwise train in the metallurgic arts, before straightened, <laughs> before straightened circumstances forced you into a life of aimless wandering. Yeah. I gotta oh, say, God, well, the writing country. there, the writing there. Coen Brothers, he pulled, dude, he, he pulled off the writing. What, what I don't, I love the song in that that, that film also. Oh yeah, uh, constant sorrow. But, yeah. Constant sorrow. Yeah, I actually downloaded that from iTunes. I thought it, I thought it was pretty yeah. good. It's it's just I don't know. I think it's easy. Like uh, an actor. See, I, I think uh, even though I make fun of him, Crapio, um, I oh, think is an outstanding Leonardo, actor. 
he he got my respect for the aviator. He really yeah, he, did he really awesome. channeled that uh, Hugh, Howard he, Hughes craziness yeah. really good. He he's not. I don't know what I don't know what film he's not going to overcome. But it's I don't know what it's going to take to get him a nomination because he's done some outstanding work and he keeps getting overlooked. This is another thing I don't well, like about Oscars he, he, where sometimes you get overlooked because of a particular role. Okay, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is an outstanding actor. I think he does best when he's able to hide behind uh, an eccentric personality. <laughs> that's, Willy that's Wonka? Wait, Michael oh, Jackson's Willy Wonka? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you should say that because I was wa- I was watching um, uh, kind of it was like two or three in the morning the the um, uh, Men in Black two and they they come through the room and Michael Jackson's on the screen talking to Z yeah about oh he wants to be a Men in Black but I guess he's an alien yeah it was just funny I it um it was one of those MJ moments where you can say. God, that is, like, perfect for you. Hey, real quick, uh, Mike, uh, since Greg didn't watch, bother watching it, um, True Grit, Coen Brothers, uh, 10 nominations, mm-hmm. shut out, didn't get one, including uh, one was uh, for Jeff Bridges that uh, I thought it was, like, 50, I, I was 60% certain that Colin Firth was going to get it, but I just kind of held, held that thought in the back of my mind with Jeff Bridges. Um, do you think it would just got shut out because it is a remake even though it is a Coen Brothers and they're holding truer to the novel or uh, you know just I don't know I, I haven't seen the Coen ver- Brothers version yet but okay because I, I, I've seen it I was going to ask all or all three all two of you I enjoyed it a lot best picture uh, the girl was really good yeah well, someone she okay. got she got screwed I think who, yeah. who won they, for best supporting actress uh, someone from the fighter yeah, uh, Melissa uh, Leo. Who dropped was, an F-bomb uh, on live TV, by the way. Oh, yeah, excuse me. she did. Not live TV, seven-second <laughs> well, delay TV. And they, yeah. and they didn't catch it? Or they did they, catch they, it. They, oh, okay. They did not bleep it out. They just pulled her down, and you could full-on someone, read her lips. Someone, did <laughs> Amy Adams? Was it Amy Adams? No, no. Michelle Leo, something Leo? Melissa, Melissa oh. Leo. Okay, Melissa thank Leo. you. Okay. Fighter. Uh, she was well, uh, Mark Wahlberg's... Uh, Mom, but she said manager. I, I, oh, I, I, I oh, yes. I I saw some clips of her, and yeah, she did. She was on some show the other day. Yeah, now, what I was, about? Um, I, I heard Black Swan was disturbing. I've not seen Jack. No. And it got all kinds of nominations at, at yeah, both the big nom- and it got nominated at Golden Globes. Is Princess Leia an Emily actress? Portman. Princess Leia's mom. Oh, sorry, yeah. Princess Leia's mom. Okay. Is she an actress? Because in most of the things I've seen her, she's been okay. She's never been great. She's have, been have you ever seen okay. the the, uh, the first movie she was in? Um, uh, tell me what it is, because oh, I guess I don't. It's called, the, oh, shoot. What's it called? Uh, I, I just have visions of her when her, the Walmart, her, thing, the her, the her, her tight white things all tore off her and, and Clone Wars. No, and no. She just so looked the really first movie good. she was in, she was like eleven. She was in well, with the. Know. It was a movie with. Um, it was it good? I liked it. Gosh, give me a second. I'll get you the name. I'm. What was that other one with? How oh, fiery hearts or something like that? The professionals. Worse. That's it. The, oh, professional. the professional. That's with uh, yeah. John Reno, Luke Besson directed it, and um, Gary Oldman was the bad guy. It was a good film. I forget. 
I forgot that she was in that one. <laughs> okay, well, but she what's that? What What are you trying to say? I'm so, saying. So what? Was I'm she saying was at age? age eleven, I thought she she was. I thought she did a good job. Okay, well, was, there's a difference between a good job and an Oscar job because, in fact, I still know people who bitch and moan about Marissa Torme or Tomei winning Best Supporting in My Cousin Vinny. Tilda, I mean, was it, it was about was it five or six years ago where they had all the best actresses or all the best support, whatever they were, they were all on stage together. Everybody is living, let's put it that way. And people were just, oh, I can't believe Marissa Torme is up with that fine group of actors. You know, there has always been the argument on what what's the difference between best actor and best supporting actor what makes the person supposed to be different if you're in a supporting role and it was always explained to me is uh who's the story about yeah who's the story about and the character that you're portraying is it putting the lead character in that much better of a light i think marissa torme did an awesome job in my cousin cousin Vinny, because you have uh joe pesci going on with this outlandish character and she just i mean she ate up the scene whenever she was in there going right with him she was eating it up but she was also pushing it all to where she was just giving it all to him so i think she gave a lot of support on that and she uh she deserved to win it that year see i think that's a sample of when a a good feel good fun time at the theater won something because for my cousin Vinny. Yeah. Yeah. Film overall, I wouldn't call an Oscar winner, but it's one of those films that studios can rely on and take to the bank. And it pulled out an Oscar that probably no one ever thought when they, they made the film, it would have done. And that's what I like. And that doesn't happen a lot. I don't think in the Oscars, but well, you know, that's a good example of one. You know the old joke that we used to always have in the past. About I don't Spielberg. unless you tell it. Yeah, about Spielberg was never going to win an Oscar because he always had these fun, enjoyable, take it to the bank type movies that you know you just enjoyed, and because of that, it was always going to be his handicap. And he tried a couple films uh, like The Color Purple, and what was another one that was downright depressing film Schindler's Before List I, maybe no no I'm not, I'm not going to go for Schindler's List Before Schindler's List um, where he was going for the drama end of it and yeah it hit a couple but it still wasn't being taken seriously it wasn't until he just finally let loose it with Schindler's List he said it and I, I'll take him at his word for what he said it was more of a film he felt he had to make coming from his own family background and what the story was about he just felt it needed to be made I, I, the right I, way I hate when people say that it's a film I had to make no you don't have to make anything no you know, but I mean there's, there's certain things that you, I, feel, you feel drawn to that says I, I, I really I, want to be a part of this project. Nice. Regardless of how anything goes, okay. I want to be a part of this. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I find it funny when they, when they well, say let's, things. Well, let's face yeah. facts. He doesn't, definitely doesn't need the money. <laughs> so he didn't do it just for the money. Well, you know, you, you don't know. Because, you know, every now and then you hear of someone who you would have never thought is filing for bankruptcy because, you know. They can't manage their money. 
you, well, you can't, either you yeah. can't manage your money, you don't know what their expenses are. An actor might make $30 million on a film, but he's had to pay a publicist. He has to pay a handler. He has to pay – there's all – you know, I'm not saying that they're poor by any means. Don't get me wrong. But they – you know, their level of living is different and, you know, certain things can happen, you know? Yeah. So, dude, he is he is he getting executive producer credit for all this stuff because they're using his studio to make some of these movies? I mean, like uh, he's he's listed yeah. as executive pro- producer for True Grit. Did you know that Spielberg? Yeah, yeah, I remember Transformers. His, I didn't know he's uh, involved. He's been involved with all the Transformers. Oh yeah, he's he's been in Transformers. Yeah, okay, but is it because they're using you know it's because of the studio? Like I remember ex- executive producer is the one that's actually going to be cutting the checks. He's the one that's going to be putting the team, you know, ultimately says no, you, I you don't, do. It's, it's not like the old studio system where Walt was on every film. Is, uh, per, what they used to just call producer in those days. Now it's executive producer. But no, it's, it's, no it's, it's not because of his studio. I think he's actually involved in, yeah. like Richard's saying, um, so, some of the financing. He's in a spot now where you can say, yeah, let's do that film. I'll put some money and, up or the most money. He, put, or, he puts the team together. He says, uh, you know, why don't we get this these people together and see if we can put something together. He'll he'll actually start making phone calls and see if, you know, the director he wants to have do it and a couple of the uh, support people and uh, actors. And then he says, okay, go to it. He's done his job. Let them I go do I don't know theirs. if... Um, I think that... I'm, not, the, I'm like, go ahead. I say I think the, the serious film he's thinking of besides Color Purple before Schindler's List is Empire of the Sun. That's it. Thank you. That's it. Yeah, and that was that was okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know that Schindler was his best. It sure was a moving film. I don't remember who I saw it with. I don't believe it was Richard, but I uh, saw I, it at the old uh, that I didn't old see one it until it came on TV. <laughs> Sometimes you you know you you give me a hard time for not watching the Oscars, and there are there are films as a film person that should be seen in a theater. But anyways, I was what was that one we used to go to out on. Uh, um, the Cinedomes way out in Anaheim Hills Cinemopolis Cin- it's now Cinemopolis. called Cinema City uh, I, yeah I, I saw it out there uh, and, and I can't it's one of those films where it ended <laughs> right where you, Mike and it, I were talking about building a theater it, yes <laughs> it's a it's a film that ended and you could have heard a pin drop which one uh, people Schindler's List okay. the one we were well, talking about another, another interrupted and started talking about theaters you were going to build it, you you literally could hear a pin drop and sniffles, and no one really talked to anybody when they left the theater. It was it was interesting. Okay, similar movie, same type of feeling, and I dare say this probably is Spielberg's best. Saving Private Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think it is. I can't say that it was a pin drop at the end, but I tell you, when that first twenty minutes was over, I didn't realize I was had leaned forward. I was pretty much gripping the um, gripping the armrest. The to see, to see cushion there. sucked up in your asshole. Yeah, I do remember though because we saw that in Vegas, and I do remember some old biddies bitching that the sound was too loud. So, uh, but regardless, I don't know this. But yeah. again, this is why I don't like the Academy Awards. Uh, or, or here's another good example of I think Academy politics. And I believe it was because of the individual why he wasn't going to win his third. Or was it the fourth best actor in a row? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks should have got third, one. Third, third, third. For Apollo 13, I believe. 
but I don't think they were going to give it to him because I don't think they put him in the category with previous people who have been in that category. All right, let's think. Just, just my feeling. Because when he came up for his third, I think one other person's done it. I'd have to look it up. Or maybe he would have been the first. There have been a few that have won twice. Because he got the, the one where he was the gay guy dying of AIDS. I can't remember the name. Philadelphia. 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 And then Forrest the Gump. next year, he won for Forrest Gump. And then I think the next year, it was either, no, it couldn't have been Private Ryan. I think it was Apollo 13 he was up for um, the next year. Or maybe it was just his third best Oscar. Maybe it wasn't three in a row. Well, for some yeah, reason, I was thinking it was three in a row. row. It, it, uh, yeah, so Philadelphia, 93, Forrest Gump, 94, Apollo 13, 95. He might, go, have, he might have been up. Might have been, yeah, Pretty sure he was up for that one, too. Who was he up against? I don't, I don't remember who he was up against uh-huh. or who, who won that Oscar. I'm That's, I don't know. That's, sometimes I just, um, you know, like we used to say with Spielberg, how can you win Best Picture and not Best Director? Uh, director? Is it, you know, the, the picture was good in spite of the director. Well, yeah, <laughs> nice. It goes to the. Uh, or how but, can you have a film that is just popularly yeah. so good? Let's say, a, let's say a Star Wars or a uh, ET, and not win Best Picture. Well, huge remember, movie of the year, and not win. How how can you do, do that? the right thing? Remember, do the right thing. Everybody was making a comment. It took. Uh, it was nominated for Best Picture, yet Spike Lee was not nominated for Best Director. Yeah, I, and, I mean, it was, how, and it was not nominated for uh, Best Screenplay either. Yeah, I. All right, so it's not third in a row. Tom Hanks is not nominated for uh, oh, Apollo 13. It okay, was so it was Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. So it would have been his third best. And, uh, and who did he lose to? Roberta Benigni? Come on. Is that the piano one? No, that's the Life is Beautiful, the Italian Life cinema. Is, beautiful. Uh, is that the one where he walked across the... He yes, jumped yes, up on the, on the thing he behind. He was so excited. Yes. Yes. On the backs of the chairs, yeah. I mean, come on. i got to say, though, that, that's an Oscar moment. Somebody you never thought would win. Sure. Obviously, well, he didn't think he was going to win, and he's thrilled yeah, he thought, out of his gore that he he won. You got you got to admit that is a moment that yeah. sure. But you know who did he beat out? Tom Hanks in yeah, the. Talent. I think he said later in the interview he was Nick Nolte when they when they said his name he they he was just assuming it was going to be Tom Hanks, and then it's like his wife's nudging him. They said your name. What? Well, Tom Hanks. You know, I, I Tom Hanks. I think one of his better roles, one of his best roles, has been in a movie that probably half of the people, even our audience, has never heard of or listened or seen, is the one, I don't even remember what it's called now, where he's in the airport. He's stuck in the airport. The Terminal? It's a, the Terminal. Yeah. It's such a cute, fun little film. Also directed uh, by Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. And, you know, I thought that was a real terminal that was still under construction or something that was all built um, just for that film. If I remember right, and they also, when they were planning the Pacific, all the uh, like the coffee machines, all the all the little restaurants were working. So they said they had coffee on the set of the terminal while they were planning the Pacific, which I thought was kind of cool. I saw that some behind cool. the scenes things. Um, I need to see that. The Pacific, yeah. not as good as Band of Brothers, but it is good. But I think Band of Brothers, Band of Brothers was awesome. Yeah, but you know you have to fight. You know they really. And the, from the Earth the, to the Moon was also awesome. Earth to the Moon was was excellent. It was great, I think yeah. the problem with the Pacific was okay. You you have to choose somebody to follow, right? So they chose a group of guys, and they're island hopping, and there's a lot of downtime. Uh, one guy kind of goes off 
into right field almost in La La Land, you know, going to the funny farm. And I don't know, it, it was a little harder to follow, I think. They did a pretty good job of trying to keep the timeline and stuff going. Um, I think, you know, if you really like the Pacific War, if I say like or interested in, you, you're probably better to see Flag of Our Father. Was it, was it that one? Flag of Our Fathers? The, the, uh, the, yeah, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood stuff, movie. yeah. And then see the Japan, the one he does letters, uh, letters for Iwo Jima. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that was great. And you have to watch subtitles, of course. But it, it's it was interesting. No one that I know of has ever made two films like that that are telling both no. sides. Yeah, that, I've need, have not seen either one of those. But I thought it was uh, don't start it, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> guy that's giving me a hard time for not watching the Oscars uh, hasn't seen some of these. Um, Great films, I know. I, I know. I agree. I know. Uh, anyways, it's it just, it's funny. It's, it is funny. Yeah, I'm looking down the list of the, the winners here over the, somebody said uh, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. I don't think it's a bad film, but best picture, The English Patient, I, oh. I just did not like that. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, wow, someone already updated Wikipedia today. For the best actors. Now, I saw Hurt Locker. Did not see Hurt Locker. It's good. Best picture good? See, this is why, you know... Best director. Best director, too. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, Almost, you know what I almost felt like that was? That was a slap in the face to uh, uh, James Cameron. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I really did think that was his first wife. I, I think it was his first, one of his wives. Um, I thought that, I don't know, I just, yeah. sometimes you look at these movies and, you know, I can I can go with Driving Miss Daisy, Rain Man, The Last Emperor, A Platoon, I thought it was a politically charged movie. I don't think it was the best of the year. Um, out of Africa. And, oh, my know, gosh, Out of Africa. What a friggin' joke that was. But you know, I think what I think yes. out of Africa took it was the cinematography and that it was based on a, on a uh, novel, a period novel. It was a, it, like you said earlier; it was a period picture. It was dumb. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's a chick. It's a it chick flick. Dumb. It's it's a chick uh, flick. It's dumb. It's boring, but it had awesome cinematography in it. I I agree. Beautiful I, mind or okay, Chicago. Come on, it was fun. Yes, also fun. <laughs> fun movie, yes. Best picture. Mm. You know, the, the, I, what they need here, and this list that I happen to click into doesn't have what was running against it. That's what I'd like to see is is that the, list. The Wikipedia that, list uh, does. Oh, does it? I didn't, yes. I didn't click into it. It has all the, the... Greg doesn't believe in Wikipedia. Oh, no, I use Wikipedia all the time. I just, you know, it's always with you a grain of salt. Just got to make, yeah. Tigger, Tigger has the right answer. It had Meryl Streep in it. That's why it took Best Picture, and uh, Robert Redford. So yeah, here. so see, yeah, Wiki's pretty, uh, I, I'll say, uh, extensive, right? So I clicked in the two thousand. Yeah. So Gladiator, right, gives you the production uh, company, the list of producers, like right? So it's up against Chocolat, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Brockovich, and Traffic. What year was that? Two thousand. Um. Oh, God, it doesn't seem like that. I want to click back there real quick. You know, it's funny is I, I saw something about you know it's like real men don't eat quiche. You know, real men don't know how to pronounce chocolate the right way for the movie. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I actually, uh, looking at that, no, I love the Gladiator, and I just love the soundtrack for the Gladiator is, is outstanding. I actually think Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was the best film of those. Uh, though I'm kind of surprised Aaron Brockovich didn't win because of its political nature. That, 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 uh, it won something that year. I'm going to click the, they have a What's link. What's that? Aaron Brockovich? Yeah. Then Julia sure. Roberts. Julia probably, Roberts won, uh. Yeah, I know, but we're actress. talking best picture. You know, yes, I'm sure it won something, but it didn't win best picture. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon won 10 awards that year. And, but not best picture. Well, oh no no! I'm sorry. Multiple nominations. Sorry, ten oh, ten nice. nominations, four four wins, and traffic with four wins. Steven Soderbergh, Russell Crowe, sure, Brockovich, yeah, Aaron Roberts, Julie Roberts, Aaron Brockovich, Marsha Gibson. And I really think, like with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, they don't want to give a foreign film best picture. Best foreign language film that won that. Best foreign language film. I'm looking for the other ones. I'm oh, best you, original Crou- score. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, dubbed. <laughs> you can't hardly tell. Best it's art dubbed. direction, best cinematography. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, and that ch- that chick in uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Jar- Dragon. I, I don't know her name, but she's hot. The yeah. not not the young one, the one that was like the kind of flame for Chow Young Fat. I think she's. Uh, it might be Michelle Yeoh. I'm not sure if that's her name, but she was hot, and she could kick ass. Uh, <laughs> that's important. It's speaking, important. Speaking of kicking ass, did you see um, Jackie Chan movie uh, Spy Next Door? Happened to it's catch on it. my Netflix queue. I have not seen it's, it yet. It's it's classic Jackie Chan. Where uh, at the end they show all the outtakes of the you know, not all the outtakes, yeah. but they show plenty of outtakes of the stunts that didn't go, that went awry. And yeah, he <clears throat> he approaches all that stuff with the uh, you know light light. Nothing's yes. that serious, you know. Right. So when it gets, you can stream it live. By the way, you don't have to wait for it to show up. I know it's it's in my list of like two hundred things to watch. Um, it's not all mine. The kids have things in there too. Yeah, the the year Chicago won, Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers was also up for Best <clears> Picture. <throat> Come on, Chicago, Lord of the Rings: Two Towers. That's where I thought. But that was uh, that was when yeah that was the years when uh, musicals Moulin Rouge the year before was um, nominated for Best Picture, and so was Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Rings, which lost to A Beautiful Beautiful Mind. Mind. Now, and I can kind of see where maybe Richard was saying when it got to two thousand three, and it did win that it was a culmination of all three, and it was uh, oh there go. There goes Mike again. I'm right here. Mike? I'm right here. I'm okay, here. Okay, so shaft, shaft dropped again. Oh, okay, um, let me see if I can add him back in. Is he online? Let me go ring. Uh, yeah, it does say he's online. All right, ring him back in. <coughs> it's not. Now, he, here's not what. Answering. Well, just we'll keep talking. And uh, then you get to like 2003 when Lord of the Rings did win. And it's up against things like Lost in Translation, one of the goddamn worst fucking movies I've ever seen. I've <laughs> never life. seen Lost in Translation. Oh my god! <laughs> I, um, I, tr- I tried to watch that once, never made it through. Yeah, and it was up again against Master and Commander. Load of crap. Though I, have seen, I have been on the ship. The the little ship they built for that is in uh, the harbor in San Diego. 
which happens to be the flyovers in um, No Ordinary Family. Uh, San Diego. Uh, Mystic River, which I did not see. I'm not a big Sean Penn fan. And then Seabiscuit, which I never saw, which every, everybody said was was really good, but I, I didn't that, see it. That was a fun movie. I really enjoyed that movie. But Lost in Translation, the biggest load of crap. Almost as bad as Babel. And there's another one that got, where, where's Babel? It's in here somewhere. He got nominated. So I wonder, I wonder if, what a load okay, of crap so that now that I see this list, I'm wondering if Million Dollar Baby was a makeup to Clint Eastwood for Mystic River not winning the year before. Because I didn't the, see the, Million Dollar Baby, but everybody that has seen it said it was was really good. Because The Aviator, far better film than Million Dollar Baby. Okay, what year was that? Uh, 2004. Uh, Ray, Aviator was excellent, yeah. Ray was even better than Million Dollar Baby. Sideways, which was funny as hell, also, well... I, I saw Ray... Oh, anything with Paul Giamatti. That, that guy's just outstanding. Uh, I like Ray. I mean, it was okay. I didn't... I don't know. <laughs> Finding Neverland? Uh, Karen really liked that. The kids liked it. It's Johnny Depp. What can you say? But me, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't see it, so I can't say... Karen said it was really good that Hillary Swank, though she looks like a guy, um, did a really good job. So the give her yeah, give her the best, awesome. best Actress Award she already won. You know, there's there's another thing. We hear about all about equalities. Why and they want to be called actors, not actresses anymore. So why is there still a best actress uh, category? Because you call them actors now. They don't want to be called actresses unless they can get an award for that. I don't I've know, never heard. Any, I've never heard anyone complain about that. What? They they're called actors now. They're not called actresses except when they get awards. I didn't know Tony Danza was in Crash. I didn't see Crash. So was Daniel Day. It's on the list of people who were in it. I'm trying uh, to figure so, where he was. Oh, that was the year that Brokeback Mountain Capote. Oh, God, it, was, it was the gay <laughs> film. Yeah, it was. 2005 was the year of the gay film. Did you see Good Night and Good Luck? That was a great film. No. I can't say that I've even heard of it or remember. George Clooney again. There you George go. Robert Clooney, Downey yeah. I mean, I have to he wasn't into up. much. It was mostly David Strathern that, that really made that film work. <laughs> You know, another another year of films that I, I didn't get, uh, 2006, um, The Departed. Okay. Didn't see that movie. Uh, and it won. Okay. Babel. Load of horseshit. Total load of horseshit. Now, this happens to be one of our friend's favorite films, uh, Lou from Beyond Main Street. What, Babel? Loves that film. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if you want to watch this about? a young boy jack off to his sister oh that's the movie. and yeah. you want to yeah. see the the young uh snatch of a you know underage uh japanese, japanese girl. girl yeah the i i can understand the whole idea and the concept of the film i just didn't think it yeah, was you got these four again. stories that somehow intertwined i tell you that you the highlight of, communication yeah the the highlight of the film which I believe, didn't they also do that in Traffic or Sideways, where like four different stories or crash. Yeah, tra- crash. crash. Which one, by the way? Okay. Which one of here's the best picture? Here's the time. I've seen, I've never seen so many people get excited in a, a film like Babel, except for one moment when the illegal alien got deported. <laughs> people went nuts. <laughs> it, was, it was really kind of funny. But, to, you know, that was Letters to Iwo Jima. Now, Little Miss Sunshine, come on, a cute film, but a Best Picture no. nomination. 
What the that, frat? Okay, you know what's funny about that movie? Did you did you see Little Miss Sunshine? Oh, I, yeah, I've seen all the it, scenes right. where they're tooling along and their Volkswagen bus just kind of sitting there looking all beat to shit. Right? They're all just like, uh, "When's this damn trip going to be over?" The best part of the film was Alan Arkin in the yes, back. Seat. Yes, flipping, uh, yeah. flipping the popcorn, catching the popcorn with his tongue. Yeah, I love Alan Arkin. Do you ever see him in the one with? Um, oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I like him as an actor. His sister's a quirky actress. Um, uh, he remember the one we? Okay, this guy he goes back to high school. He's the hitman, and Dan Aykroyd's a hitman. Hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, point cause, blank. Sec, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, John Cusack. Okay. Cusack. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Rose Point Blank. Rose but that's the movie I'm thinking of. It's the one he's in um, uh, where he he's an actor and he gets divorced from his wife, who's the actress, and they star in all the movies together. Um, <sighs> Julia Roberts in it, and, and uh, Zorro. Who was the girl in Zorro? Uh, Zeta Jones. Zeta Jones. So it's John Cusack, Catherine Zeta Jones. Um, anyways, Alan Arkin's in it. He runs this little like therapy place where Cusack's in therapy, and he's this weird, quirky character that's always like got this leaf he's like brushing himself with, and he's got long hair. It's like perfect Alan Arkin type of stuff um but anyways since no one saw that i can't remember uh and billy crystal's in it too billy crystal's a movie promoter it's it's a it's a fun quirky little movie oh uh, oh oh i know here uh, america's sweethearts yeah that's it america's sweethearts yeah and, it took me, and when the, you said billy crystal i remember his part in there yeah. <laughs> the editor of the film uh everybody's favorite more cowbell what's the dude's name uh christopher walken Christopher Walken, he's he's the film editor, and he's this is how quirky this film editor is. He bought the little shack that the Unabomber lived in to edit the film in. It's, right. a, it's a quirky, hilarious little film. You says America Sweetheart. Look it up on Netflix. I am. I am. Um, now, even like okay, two thousand seven. I saw No Country for Old Men because I wanted to see what it, what all the hype was about. Oh, I've seen this movie. This they, they do their press junket out out yeah, in Palm Springs yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a part where Kuzak looks like he's like beaten off, but he's it, pulling all the little uh, things from the uh, cactus yeah. like, out of his pants. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this. Okay, and they, they released the film for the <laughs> for the press. Yeah, funny stuff. Now I saw No Country for Old Men. I wanted to see what the big deal was. I still don't get what the big deal was, and it won Best Picture. It just made no sense to me. There will be blood. The same thing. I got it was excruciating. It took me two sittings to get through that movie. Uh, but Daniel Day Lewis is another one of those guys you can't turn away from. Well, know? he's one of those guys that only shows up what every five years, and every time he's there, he gets nominated. I don't know. I don't know how he. Did you see Gangs in New York? Oh my yes. gosh, he was scary ass. He was a scary mofo in that movie. Gangs in New York. That surprised me. That there's another Francis or not Francis uh, Scorsese film. Louis DiCaprio. DiCaprio Scorsese that yeah. did a, did a great job. Uh, but Juno, okay, kid ah. gets pregnant. I guess we got to nominate it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, Atonement. I never saw Atonement, and I thought Michael Clayton was another work of crap. But who knows? At least. Uh, At least what? I don't. I don't know. I was. I was. Uh, that was. Forget it. I, I <laughs> okay, lost it. Lost it. Okay. I lost. Totally lost it. Now, is anybody? I haven't seen Slum Slumdog Millionaire. Karen's seen it. Said it was really good. I haven't seen it. 
I thought it I was okay. It. I didn't think it was all that great. Uh, I saw The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, a long film, but an interesting concept. I saw Frost Nixon later. I actually thought that film was pretty good. I don't know if I'd put Best Picture. Milk, again, Sean Penn, not a big Sean Penn fan, but I heard it was good. Uh, and The that, Reader. That, saw. That's an agenda film. Milk was an agenda Oh, film. yeah, I know it is. You know, as I'm reading through this and I noticed Kate Winslet's been in a few Academy Award-nominated films – uh, here, the reader she was in, and I somewhere up above a little while ago, I saw something else she was in. Uh, I, was, so I didn't. Was Karen Knightley was in Atonement either. Interesting. So I haven't seen those. For see. the uh, what was that one that she was with? Oh, uh, I, I the sun the it was not the the pants one. Eternal Sunshine of Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. For the Spotless right. Mind, yeah, that's it. And then, of course, now here, here's what's what, 2009. We expand our roster to 10, right? Lame. Which stupid. Which, okay, oh, okay, before you say stupid, let's go back into, is it the 40s? Uh, here we are. Uh, 1942. What do you know? There's 10 movies uh, nominated. And 1941, 10. 1940, 10. So it's not like they haven't done it in the past. But I, uh, anyways, I, it does seem like a lot of movies to try to pick from. I saw the Hurt Locker. It was interesting, and I think it partly win because, again, political. Um, Avatar, again, it's a uh, big buck movie, right? Billion dollar movie, but it's sci-fi. I think that's where. Yeah, there's no way. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care yeah, how much of a king of the world it, yeah. James Cameron thinks he is. There's no and way. That's the other, the other thing is uh, Cameron's kind of stepped on a few people that just aren't going to vote yeah. on them. The Blind Side, didn't see it. District I, 9. I, I saw Blind Side. It was a good movie. Was it good? It was fun. I like Sandra Bullock. Uh, Kathy Bates. I mean, all the people that are in it are good actors. Uh, now, District 9, I dragged Karen to see this because I thought the trailers, the trailers really sucked me in. Yes. Yeah. The trailer was nothing like the movie. Correct. Now, she, movie. Wanted, she wanted to leave. <laughs> I made her sit through the whole thing. I thought I thought it was a fun, not necessarily fun, but it was I, it was entertaining. Yes, I I wanted to see it through the end to see you know to see it through. Uh, okay, yes, there's a big political statement made through the aliens uh, and the way they're treated. Uh, shall I say apartheid? And yeah, it did come out of South Africa. So yeah. Best picture? Were they really grappling in two thousand nine to find some best pictures? Uh, it's same. Oh, now I didn't see *Inglorious Bastards*. Oh. I saw the original you, on Netflix. What a load <laughs> of crap that was! You haven't seen? Uh, you haven't seen the the Quentin Tarantino version of *Inglorious Bastards*? No, I've seen the original, oh, which was a I load of crap. To, oh. I hate to say I feel guilty for saying it, but I had a lot of fun with that movie. Okay. Do you like Tarantino now, I, films, surprised. Greg? Uh. Mostly no. I, I find that I, I some of them have some quirky natures to them. Usually the dialogue's fairly good. That, well, uh, um, Glorious Bastards on, is is dialogue. I mean, there's like three scenes where the guy who won Best Supporting Actor that year, Christoph Waltz, the opening scene where he's in the French farm and they're talking French and then switch to English and the whole thing you just can't take your eyes off him. Well, yeah. no, no, I hear, they 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 put Brad Pitt at the top of the list and, and Kendra saw it. She said he's barely in the film. He, half, about half the movie. Yeah, it's it's right. it's typical Tarantino screenplay where three storylines come together at one point. Okay, now I see Mike Myers was actually in this film. Uh, he was barely in it. He was in one scene. Okay, yeah. um, 
the edu- an education. Never heard of the film. No. Uh, Olivia Williams was in it. I do like Olivia Williams, but um, let's yeah, see what I was going to say. Precious. Oh jeez. I traditionally don't like Tarantino films, but I had fun with Inglorious Bastards. Well, you know, I, I like the way that one started off with that ends up in the uh, with the vampires and the truck stop. Dust till dawn. I, yeah. I like the way it started. I thought it the ending was stupid, but I like you know you rolled up. They had the guy in the back of the car, and they kind of cut away the car, so you see inside. Okay, a lot of quirky stuff. I, I, I thought that was good, but it just went out in left field. Now, his other film that was nominated for Best Picture, which you know Disney has either the good or bad association with it because they had just bought uh, Miramax when it got nominated. Um, what was that Pulp film? Fiction? Pulp Fiction. That movie was awesome. You know, that's, a, that's another one that's kind of a little bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. It's awesome. another one where I think great dialogue, but you know, here, here's where I have that, that weird thing of – I'm on the the edge sometimes with what we enjoy watching, like Richard saying, guilty pleasure. I think it was fairly well made, but if I want to really, do I really want to watch a film that kind of glorifies drug use, senseless killing, blah, 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 then again, (laughs) I like Sopranos. I do like the Sopranos. I don't know. I just felt it was a little over the top. Well, that's what my, my, my. my kids like Pineapple Express. I haven't and seen Pineapple Express, but I heard that just like uh, this. Kind of. Except that it's not as graphic with the, the, the killing and all that, I didn't think. But I don't know. That's, I, I know. Can that's, you just get- that's, the th- that's the thing I like was with uh, Samuel, Samuel Jackson and um, John Travolta. That was some of the best parts because it was so outlandishly over the top. Well, I like when they're talking about should you rub the girlfriend's feet if or you know whatever that thing was going on, and they're oh. they're there to make a hit, and they're talking about their personal. Oh wait, no, we got time. He, got, he goes, we got time. We're early. Let's go talk. You know that, that kind of stuff was funny. Where he's just he's kind of waving the the the, the, gun. the gun, and the guy didn't expect it to go off and blow the guy's head guy's head off. <laughs> How come I'm the one on brain detail? You know the chat the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta say that there was great dialogue. But back to 2009, Precious. Oh, God. There wasn't more of a politically uh, film there. A Serious Man. Don't even know what that one is. Uh, it's a Cohen Brothers, but I, I'm, I'm not familiar with that one. Up, good film. You know, there, here's two years in a row that Lasseter gets his uh, power trip. He gets stroke. Uh, he got a little stroking. Yeah. Now, Up. I think Up was one of their better films. In the long run, if you look too closely at the film, this is what you know. You said, "Well, listen, remember that old Disney thing, the plausible impossible, or the impossible plot?" What? Uh, yeah. Or, where he, he kind of says, "You gotta, you kind of let your imagination go." Sometimes you realize, yes, Mickey can't expand or squeeze or do this, but you know, they they he shows this whole series of things. Okay, fine, it's a film, but there's a film with all kinds of problems and errors it's a fun film so you kind of just let that go but there's continuity errors there's story problems but it's still kind of a feel-good movie so you let it go okay but it's the best picture then you let that much go and allow it to be best picture at the same time or do we now have to throw i hear i hear i hear someone else talking through you right now no, 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 no. This is truly what I'm thinking. Or do you have to now, since there's 10 nominations, have one animated film every year in the mix? All right, hang on a second. 
I know there's continuity up the wazoo problems in up, right? More specifically, the old dude that took off in his blimp. And, yeah, so Tigger, Tigger is saying that right now. He's going to be like 100 years old at the end. Yeah, and you know, uh, no girl dogs to make all the boy dogs. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. But story problems. What would what's an example of a story problem? Well, if those aren't story problems, I but think that's you a also, continuity error. Okay, I, I classify this. Well, con- no, they're, they're, uh, you could call that a continuity problem. You could call it. Uh, they couldn't figure out how to make the kid a little older when he got his seeing the guy in the films. I don't know. There, he had to be too old. Um, of course, it's it's animated, so you kind of let some things go, like the dogs that talk. Okay, he made some kind of technology, so they could uh, balloons carrying the house. Yeah, we know that. That's suspension of disbelief, right there. Uh huh. Um, you know, so those are the kind of things I think you start putting those together. It, it, it lends to make you think there's story issues, and especially with the hundred year old dude. Uh, in fact, I think it been would have. You could take the first twenty minutes of the movie and make an excellent short. I, I think it stood by itself. What were they I, met? I fell it, in love. And there's no talking. Yeah, all you know, Wally could not pull off what Up pulled off, um, and they did it really well. And then there's other little continuity things here and there, like when the house goes off and you get to see it under under the whole time the kid is nowhere not to there. be found. Yeah, uh-huh. and all suddenly shows up. Um, but you know. That's that's I don't know. Can you have all those issues and then have it as best picture? I don't know. But okay, <clears throat> what's best picture though? Best well constructed picture. Well, see th- th- there you again. Know, and if you're talking uh, about story problems, then that falls into the problem with the screenplay, right? Best sure. picture is a combination of many elements. Oh no, I know. So that you get into all this and you and you you, you know that's why I say Star Wars would, would never win, partly because of the genre. It was extremely popular. I'm actually surprised Avatar was was if if we didn't have a field of ten, would Avatar be nominated, or could they not ignore it because it was such a huge hit? Well, let's see. Avatar, uh, Avatar, Avatar. Hang on a second. I'm going to see what Avatar. I know. Like, is, is Jeff still in the uh, chat? Because I think I remember he yes, thought there, that was one of the worst movies he'd ever seen. A lot seen, of people but... have already zoned out by now, though. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's no di- there's no Disney going on in yeah, here. Yeah, we stopped. Uh, except, about it. well, up we'll see. Up is uh, Disney, so there it is. It's in the nomination. All right, so let's see. Oh, eighty second, right here. All right, so and then up in the air. What a load of crap that was, and it gets nominated. Now, great. I'm a little jilted because I've been out of work, so you know I think that's a crappy movie. Um, but I did just didn't think George Clooney was all that great either. Um, Yes, us windbags are still blowing. You know, there's a film that we saw almost two years ago as a one of those uh, you know test audience things that just finally made it out with probably one of the worst actors out there. Um, uh, what, what's he? God, I can't. I hate it when I go blank. Not well, not 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 one of the Baldwin brothers. They, I mean, they're pretty bad, um, except for Alec. Alec's okay. Uh, the one that's that used to be in oh, in wait, all wait, those Kevin Smith Alec, movies. Alec Baldwin was okay. I say he's okay. Oh. Uh, his brother's totally dark. Really, Richard? He's struggling to come up with the freaking answer. Then you interrupt him just as he's about to say sorry, it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Really. Um, uh, what's the uh, fuck? The born, okay, the born Identity dude. Uh, Matt got, Damon. Uh, Matt Damon. What was the guy that he used to be? He used to be in a lot of films with him. Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, not a not a good actor at all. Jesus but he was God. in one. <laughs> Tim Robbins. <laughs> um, uh, he's in one with um, 
Jeremy Renner, the town. No, 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 I yeah, no, 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 not the town. He's in one right now with, with. Um, I'll get it because I'm going to roll up here because he was just in a movie that I. Uh, I know Greg gets uh, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, and Ben Affleck, and the guy that played Coach. Uh, can't what was what's what was Coach's name? Um, remember the series Coach? Yeah, Mr. Incredible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's his name, Mr. Incredible? Oh, Craig T. Nelson, yeah. Jesus Craig Christ. Craig T. Nelson, yes. You're, you're they're, contagious they're, across the damn wires. Yeah. They're in a movie that's kind of like being downsized. Everybody's getting laid off. This, And it was, it was. I think it was almost almost two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, and it's finally making it out. Um, there's another movie that's kind of like up in the air that I don't think it quite caught on as, as much as up in the air did. Um, oh, by the uh, way, Avatar I, 1. Best visual effects. Hmm. Well, that that's yeah, that's well, a best cinematography. Hmm. They should. They, I, I will say they. they really? It. Best art direction. Yeah, Wasn't yeah. there cinematography all imagined? Not all of it. <laughs> well, Wasn't it all computer know. generated? What the what the fuck? Yeah, you yeah. do know that a lot of that was real time, though. That they could actually watch what it was going to look like in some basic animatics while they were filming. Sure, but cinematography isn't that. Picture yeah, I, I taking of beautiful saying. vistas and and scenery and background and shit. It's, I can paint a picture. Being, it's also being able to film uh, <laughs> your live action and light it to such a point that you can blend it in with your CGI and not be noticed as well. You know, listen. Yeah, let's go back. I, I would agree with you, Mike, to a certain extent. That it's highly questionable on that, but I. I give it to him a little bit I, I i might give a little to what richard's saying I, I hadn't really appreciated the scope of some movies with a lot of visual effects so i was and i know a lot of people hate this film but the phantom menace i went back i was watching not the film but all of the um uh commentary and they were talking about how they put the film together and some there were things that were actually physical models that i thought was all uh cg uh, backgrounds, or what, what? What do you used to call those, Richard? The um, not the plates, but the map um, paintings, like the map paintings. A lot of them were actually physical models, which surprised me. So they did a mixture of physical models, mats, CG, blah 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 blah. Okay, that's all fine and good. Now, you know, we also know that they filmed a lot in front of chroma key. Okay, all fine and good, and they mix them together. Great. But when you start getting to how, okay, you, you, you film this model, and then you also have this map painting, and you film the actors. The lighting's got to match in all three things. And they're all done not together and apart from each other. So, you know, now that's not really cinema photography. That's, you know, visual effects. But you got to work all those things out, which well, yeah, is, I mean- is, is complicated and pretty darn good. And Avatar had to do the same thing. Though I don't think they use and, any physical models, it was, it was all CG and and uh, blue screen. But anyway, and, and that's where your DP comes in really good is that uh, they have the storyboards ahead of time, and the DP and your special effects guy on the set are going to be talking left and right on how the scene's going to look because he has to know how to direct the lighting to go for it. And so, like you said, the complexity. That's why I would let it slide a little bit. I, I can't remember who they were up against, but I'd let it go on that one. I'm, th- I'm glad to. I'm glad to know that you let it go, Rich. I feel much. I'll sleep much better. Now. Well, see, see, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not as much up in arms about them winning best cinematography as Mike is for that very reason. 
But looking at some of the other films that were up for Best Picture, you think, okay, if they made Best Picture, okay, maybe they can have Best Cinema Photography. Okay, you can throw Up out of the uh, the mix for Cinema Photography. Definitely throw Up in the Air out of the mix. Never saw Serious Man. Never saw Precious. Now, Inglorious Bastards, I don't know. Is there any cinema, good cinema photography going on there? I, yeah, they, I, I like the cinematography. What, on that, that what particular did you enjoy? Like the like the long shot in the theater, that kind of cinematography, or the lighting in the forest when he bashes the guy's head in with the with the baseball bat? I like the lighting in the forest. I like it outside the theater, especially the night shots when they were bringing all the uh, uh, all the VIPs coming into the theater and everything. Um, the you were talking about the opening shot in the uh, in the farmhouse, especially with the lighting. Yeah, yeah. Up okay. In the farmhouse. There is some cinematography out there, yeah, because the farmhouse. I mean, because at the end they were showing extremely wide. See how far she had to run. Yeah, yeah I thought District also- District Nine did a pretty good job of uh, you know effects and cinema photography, but everything was overshadowed by Avatar. It, it, people looked at Avatar like, God, this has never been done before, and everything he used was pretty much existing technology. He, but he but he pushed it 15 steps further. Mm, the, he wouldn't the, he wouldn't agree with you on that. I've actually seen interviews where he said I didn't do anything special. This is all stuff out of the box. Anybody could have done it. Yeah. But you know, it's taking a bunch again, of things that people that, hadn't done and put them so together. Other, yeah. You can say that with so many other technologies. It's all out of the box. It's nothing that that, you know, nothing that nobody else has done hasn't done separately. It's just at this particular time, it was put all together as one one piece. Well, he still got the the great big middle finger. When he gave it to his ex. <laughs> he gave the best act director to his ex wife. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. All right, dudes, are we running out of gas here? Because I know I'm running out of gas. Yeah, I just have a couple of things I was going to mention going back into Disney, um, especially since I'm sitting outside freezing my butt off. Oh, yeah. Uh, anybody notice that it snowed it's at the a, Disney It's not Studios? our problem that you don't have enough balls to do your show inside. But it snowed where, Richard? It snowed Burbank. at the Disney Studios uh, yesterday, or actually the night, not last night, but the night before. Night before, Friday night and Saturday. Yeah. yeah and um, hailed and snowed, it didn't for, stick. It, yeah. No, it stuck. The snow stuck. It, it no, was there. I'm just morning. telling you what I heard on the news. They said it didn't stick. But oh. uh, any pictures? That'd be kind of cool to see. Uh, I didn't have any of the studios, but they sh- uh, ABC was showing some of the stuff just literally a couple blocks from the studio where they were making snowmen in some of the front yards. You, you, you wonder why Burbank, but not Studio City. Well, Studio City is in a completely different area. Well, you know, Burbank, okay, all right, right well, up against the hills. What's right next to Burbank? Glendale. Why? Why no snow in Glendale? You know, it's just it seems kind of funny because when they were predicting when on was, the, on KFI, they were like, "And we expect snow in Burbank." They didn't mention any place else. They expected snow in Burbank. Okay, okay. At the time, at the time the snow was coming down, I was looking at the Doppler, and it showed that it was snowing across uh, Burbank, Glendale, and Pasadena. I was trying to convince uh, my and, wife. And, and why not Universal? You know, say it just seems weird sometimes where the pattern goes. Well, there's a lot of hilly areas in there. Why? Well, why didn't it go here? But I did hear was it Dallas Range or one of these blowhards yeah. down to 500 feet? It could be snowing. <laughs> Dude, 500 well, feet would have been yeah. awesome. That'd have been close to my backyard. <laughs> that is pretty darn low. 
Well, look at Saddleback's got snow. We don't, you know, your, your, maybe every five years get snow in Saddleback. Your favorite weather person was explaining the fact that. Angel Peterson? Feet, yes. She was explaining mm-hmm. that yesterday morning that it, the 500 foot is up north of us towards uh, Santa Barbara and Ventura. That uh-huh. in our area, it's probably closer to the 1500 uh, foot as low as uh, it okay. will go. But it did get as low as Burbank. Um, I, say, I heard one station saying 500. I heard one saying 1,000. I thought, okay, 1,000 sounds reasonable. 500, that's, that's pretty low. And Burbank's, uh, Burbank there is about 150, 200, I think. So that's pretty doggone low, but it's also the way it, the way the uh, the topography is is the way the you got the hills to the south and the uh, the mountains to the uh, uh, east and a little bit uh, northeast of it all. It just kind of builds up and just sit, settles right there. That's why Universal probably didn't see anything is because it just has it's just built on the uh, hills, but there's nothing to hold it in that one particular area, like the mountains are just to the east of Burbank. And, yeah, uh, it, it's just kind of weird. It's like going to Florida and you hear it's raining and you're standing there yeah. going into the castle. No, it's not raining. Someone said, well, I'm in Tomorrowland and it's raining. <laughs> you know, we, 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 were, we, we, we joke about it and you, you have that uh, uh, the artist friend of ours from Disneyland, Ray, who uh, did that cartoon, Weather Patterns of Orange County, and it shows stormy all around except this one little hole where Disneyland is. There's no storm, only yeah. sunshine. Uh, I know. I used just, to call from. I used to call from Huntington all the time. Hey, it's raining here. Should I come into work? It's clear as a bell here. Clear as a bell. And it's, it's <laughs> get your ass here. Thing. You, take, you take a look at when you're when you're looking at the radar and you're looking at the sats. Uh, yeah, it's raining off on the coast because it's coming off the coast, and then it's raining over up near the hillside over by Mike's house and everything. Because well, you got the hills and everything that's holding it in place, but. Where Disneyland and everything is, it's just flatland with nothing around it, and it's just there's nothing. You know, it's just going to pass right over. Uh, I was expecting lots of rain on Friday, and we never had any because it just kept going around, going to the north of us, and going to the east of us. But it just missed us completely. Yeah, of all that rain, we, I thought we were going to get. We only got really one night of hard rain. Yeah, Friday night. Uh, and yeah. even yeah, even that wasn't as much as. I thought maybe, you know, Channel 7, Stormwatch, yeah. 2011. You know. This <laughs> hey, and uh, I do have one other little note for Disneyland. Okay. Today, yeah. today, February 27th, was the last day you can buy one of those uh, pavers between the two parks. Ah, uh, yeah. Why. Nice. Yeah. Because no they're going to rip them out. They're going to rip them out next year. No, actually, uh, right now they just say uh, there is no plans to, uh, the official word uh, says, at this time, there are no plans to remove or relocate the paving stones. You didn't tell me, huh? I've been wanting to buy one of those. I never got around to it. Uh, well, well, you I'm actually not have until tomorrow. Anyways, no. tomorrow. Tomorrow's uh, the absolute last day. I don't have any money so, anyways. February 28th. Yeah. So by the time this is aired, sorry, folks. No, no I see what you're saying. Yeah, by the time you... Time it airs. Well, hey, did you hear that they want some guy at uh, Chapman University is suggesting that Orange County become one big city? It would make yeah, us like the, it would that. make it would it would make us like the third largest city in the United States. I think they figured, and I happened to come up again today on some show on uh, PBS. That's kind of lame. It'd be like New York, LA, us. I think is what they no, were LA's, saying. Uh, I thought LA is only like seven million. I, I, 
that's what they were saying on this inside yeah. the OC or something like that. That yeah. make us like two or three or four. So, you know, I think actually, was- I thought they said three. I thought they said uh, two was LA, but I, I, I don't know. But I'm like, yeah. no. And then what do you call it? You know, there's already a city of orange. Why should they get the, the, yeah, glory, yeah. the name? You know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it uh-huh. Anaheim. Uh, that, was yeah. the first, that was the first name in use over here. So, is it older name. than Santa Ana? Yep, older than Santa Ana. Santa Ana was a settlement, but it wasn't a city. Huh. Uh, it was barely a settlement. I think that. you want to fact check that, Greg. I know it does. It, I know he's a shill for the city, and that's okay. He loves his city, so I, I can't give him. Tell you what, Anaheim. Anaheim was the first city in what used. This used to be L.A. This used to be a part of Los Angeles County, and uh, they were t- the the first attempt to uh, break off and become its own county. It was going to be called Anaheim County, but uh, that's when uh, Santa Ana was growing in stature, and then there then Santa Ana was starting to outgrow Anaheim. It was becoming a larger city than Anaheim, and there was just always a little bit of a uh, battle between the two. But, well, you know, but if, you look, the oldest. if you look at us as um, the sixth most populous county in the United States, you could easily see how we could become one of the biggest cities in the in the country. I I I don't see us as a city, and there's too many little small um, regions. But like I heard some people say, you'd have the same problems you have in L.A. There's just it's too big. It's too uncontrollable. There's too many little local governments trying to get this and that. It's just, you know. And, and there's I don't think it would many, solve any problems. It, it, no, no, it would think. just create whole new ones. Because uh, one of the things about the cities is they're like you were, I think you are kind of skirting around there, is there is so much individuality between the cities and they all have their own itinerary of what's important to them. All right. So with that, Anna, see, Anaheim was incorporated in 1870. 1857. Uh, Wikipedia says it was incorporated in 1870. Wikipedia is wrong, and we're supposed to trust uh, Uncle Uh, Dick over uh, Uncle Wikipedia. Yep. (laughs) You know, part of of the thing was is uh, Anaheim, Anaheim. in 1857 was originally a vineyard colony. It wasn't it it wasn't so much a city. It kind of became a, a city self. I will go with the incorporation probably in the 60s, not 70. It was it was incorporated in the 60s. Well, you shouldn't have this. Didn't you do a little documentary for the fair? Yeah, you should have this yes, all I did down. Do, and, I, and I got and I have I have my book in the other room. So and I would tell specifically, but Anaheim was in uh, was created. In fact, I want for some reason 1865 comes to mind of uh, when its official documentation of becoming a, its own city. That's when I think they were making their first attempts to try to secede. According to the city of Anaheim's own website, the city of Anaheim was incorporated in 1870. 1870. Call me wrong. California Legislature passed 18th session an act for the incorporation of the city of Anaheim approved February 10th, 1870. Yeah, it also said that the county didn't become separated political entity to 1889. So. Right, that was on the fourth attempt. And even that was, uh, there was a couple of things that went crazy on that one. 
Oh, this okay. See now, this is interesting. Charter revoked by act of legislature, approved March seventh, eighteen seventy two. Repealed. The town of Anaheim was on the sixth day of December eighteen seventy six. Duly incorporated under the act of legislature, state of California. Approved April 9, 1856 by the Board of Supervisors of Los Angeles County. So your 1856 date is when L.A. County was given up Anaheim to become its own thing. But their official incorporation apparently did not happen until 1870. Yeah. And if you really want to get particular, you know, San Juan Capistrano is the first area's permanent settlement in 1776. Permanent settlement, but it wasn't a city. It was it was a mission. Oh, it was a now, now you're now you're dividing hairs there. If people are living there, I'm not. sure they thought I'm sure they thought they were in their own little city. They, no, no, no city. No, no. City uh, government. Yeah, 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 I know. I'm just giving them a hard time. <laughs> all right. So this civics uh, lesson brought to you by. Yeah, and and where did Huntington Beach come into all this, Mister Greg? Uh, well, it wasn't Huntington Beach originally? No, part of it was a part of a settlement with Anaheim. That's why you got Anaheim Landing right there. But why did they call it Huntington Beach? Well, they named it after the oil dude uh, or the train dude, not the train dude, the train dude, Pacific Pacific Electric guy. Yeah, yeah. The the red line used to actually go all the way down into uh, Huntington Beach. Actually, it went to Newport. Went to that little uh, to the uh, Balboa Pavilion. Peninsula. Yeah, the pavilion. There you go. So. Yeah, that was the whole. They they they, changed, they called it Huntington Beach to entice them to build down that way. Well, they also used to give away what they called encyclopedia lots. You bought an encyclopedia, you got a little plot of land in Huntington Re- really? Beach. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's How much cool, land yeah. for an encyclopedia? <laughs> yeah. How much land? Those, I I don't remember. They called them called them little. They were like little narrow lots. I think it's why you see a lot of those little narrow lots downtown. But there was this one – I think it was Ellis. When Ellis connects between Golden West and Edinger, they'd straighten the street out at one point when they put some development down there. And then I noticed the street was corrected, and it went curvy again. You couldn't drive straight. They found somebody they – didn't, they didn't get permission of someone that still owned land that probably nobody thought was alive or even owned it anymore. But he was one of these people that had got this little plot of land, I guess. And um, But, yeah, I – Okay. Are we done now? Yeah, what the hell? All right. We've (laughs) we've educated. Who gives a rat's ass? So then then say goodnight and I'll stop the recorder. All right. I'll go first. Goodnight. (laughs) (laughs) Goodnight. Yes, yeah.